Yes. Sorry, I wasn't uh, anywhere. I've, I've been off. I can win a mini or ten thousand pounds cash. According to a rubbish email I've just been sent, so I'm assuming that's a load of old nonsense. Anyway, oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. You can call up and talk about pretty much whatever you want today. The weather is fantastic, isn't it? Isn't it great? I was stuck. Wait for the music to finish. It's only polite. I was stuck in uh, a glass building. It wasn't entirely glass. The front was glass. It was a window, I suppose. Uh, watching it just bucket down. And it, I thought, do you know, I, th- I, I thought that companies gave you, I was in a company, and I thought companies gave you umbrellas. I thought they would, that they would just say, yeah, I know, it's insane, isn't it? Uh, but I genuinely was standing there thinking, when are they going to offer the umbrellas? And I was thinking that for about five minutes. I thought, oh, no one does that. That doesn't happen. It's weird, isn't it? Who do you think you are? <laughs> I know, I just thought. That's Agent Chris, by the way. Good afternoon, Agent Chris. You're chipping in early, aren't you? Um, afternoon. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's like we've not been sat in each other's company for the last two hours with nothing to say. No, I just thought, uh, for some reason, I, I, I don't remember seeing it rain as heavy as it was raining earlier on today. This is about, what was this? This is half past twelve. Um... And I just stood there, and there were a lot of people stood there, and I just was thinking, well, at what point do they bring the umbrellas round? How long... Uh, and I, for some reason, I, I I think I'd dreamt that that's what they do. i tell you a dream I had last night. Now, this is weird. Chris, do I announce this dream on the radio or not? Go on, then. I dreamt I was in bed with Adrian Crisp, and we were having a nice little cuddle. Don't pull that face, Alan, behind the glass. I, I woke up, and I thought, oh, this is nice. Chris is in bed with me. It's really nice. He's uh, cuddling up to me, a bit of a spat. And I woke up, because he, he wasn't there. Chris was not in bed with me. Now, what the hell does that mean? Uh, dreams do mean stuff, Chris. I know you think they don't, but dreams actually mean stuff. If you can analyse that, 0870-9090-973. Did you get caught out in the rain? It was superb. In the end, uh, when the umbrellas were not forthcoming, I decided to make good my escape and, and headed out... I'd, I'd parked the car. It's been an odd morning. I parked the car somewhere, and I couldn't remember where I'd parked it. Um, uh, anyway, I, I went out, and it was fine. But that's not really what I wanted to talk about, but you, you can call in if you want to talk about that for some reason. So, my f- new favourite programme of the moment is Totally Boy Band. It's fantastic on uh, MTV, and they show it on Channel 4. I didn't know they could do that, that two channels could show the same programme. MTV show it first, and they show it on, on uh, is it T4 on, on Sunday mornings? I don't know, but apparently they're allowed to do that. Anyway, so, Totally Boy Band, where they've got, um, uh, Bradley from S Club 7, someone from 911, Dane Bowers from, um, True Steppers, no, another level he was in, one of the new kids on the block, and Lee the Latch, Latchford Evans, from Steps, uh, and they're trying to manufacture, uh, the ultimate super boy band. And they're all idiots! Can we get them in for Music Thursday? I saw them on Loose Women or something the other day. Not Loose Women, um... Maybe the Sharon Osbourne show. Let's see if we can get, um, the boys from Totally Boy Band. I don't know what the band is called. The episode I saw, they were still coming up with a name. That caller's just disappeared. Where the hell has she gone? For goodness sakes. There's me wittering on, uh, far too much, and the, the one caller we had has disappeared. Can I... Oh, I don't know who that was, so I can't get them back. Uh, anyway. So, watching Totally Boy Band, which is fantastic, and they're about to sack... Oh, blimey, are you calling through? They're about to sack Lee the Latch, Latchford Evans. Hello. Hello, is that Candy? Uh, yes. Hello, it's Ian, you're on the radio. 
Oh, lovely. Okay, where hi. Did, where, where did you go? <laughs> I had to park my car. I'm in the school car park. Oh, I thought you got bored of listening to me no, wittering no, no, on. No, no, no. Actually, I, I didn't even know what you were talking about, funnily enough. Hold on, I'm just Have asking. you called in to find out about herbal medicine? Because I no, can't help you. No, and I didn't even want to speak to you on the radio. I wanted to speak to you anyway. That's something what? completely different. You want to speak to me any... privately off yes, air? Yes, yes. About what? But not on air. What, are, are you related you to me? you put me on air, I was going to say, don't put me on air. Well, hey, listen, if you phone up and speak to Chris, then you're coming through to air, pretty much, unless you're a mental. What, are you, okay. are you my long-lost sister or something? No. Thank God for that, because <laughs> she's, she's going to turn up one day, wanting okay. money. <laughs> no, I'm not your long-lost sister. I was actually trying okay. to locate you for about the last year, actually. Yeah. All right. And I sent you loads of emails, I've written to you. What? And so have my colleagues... And um, you never ever respond to us, and that's why I phoned you. This I don't, is the last resort. I don't think you've emailed me. When did you last? I have. E- I've emailed you loads of times. What? Where? Here? On your website? Yes. About yes. saying what? Oh, I can't say what on the air because it's not fair to you. Oh God! Well, hey, listen. I, I've got my dump button. If, if say it, and if it's not fair, I'll dump it. Well, go go on. What? Okay. Am I not on now? Well, you're no, you're on now. Give is it is it some? It's, it's, it's to do with charity. Oh, hell's teeth! No, don't say that. That's horrible. And we wanted you. We desperately need you above everybody else yes. because we're an MS charity. Oh, right, yes. And we want you desperately. Yes, you are the one for us. Okay. We've been trying to get hold of you for months and months and months and months, and you haven't responded to us at all. Oh, yes. I don't remember receiving anything from you, so that's You're not about me. doing something with a charity about shoes. Yeah, oh, yes, the shoe lady, they're, yes. They're, that, right, they're the ones that gave us your, initially put us in touch with you, and um, I think she was also trying to get hold of you for us. Oh, right, yes, yes. Okay, but, right, but it's yeah. like major. We're right. doing, like, we, uh, we are a major oh, charity. Raise millions of pounds, millions and, pounds yes. and we need you for our show next year. Well, now you September. need me, or you just want me? Well, we want you, but we need you because we um, know you're the man for the job. Well, you know, kind of the possibly the man for the job, but kind of, you know, I sort of do other things and. I know. Do, we, do, we do need you. Well, and we really, you that, are definitely the one for us. That may be, be that well, that may be tough. I don't know. Uh, well, send me another email because okay. there are things that I do, and I kind of just do those. And yes, the the, the, the charity is in the right direction, definitely. But yeah. uh, the specific event may or may not be within oh, my no, remit. You'll love the event. You'll love the event. Well, okay, but I'm not saying yes. I know, I know. Okay. So what should I do? Email you. Send an email and say you're that mad woman who I spoke to on the radio okay. that didn't want to come on the radio. Okay. All right, Candy. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, bye. bye. <clears throat> Tennis balls are wicked. Aren't they just? Well, did I get out of that awkward situation? Chris, what did you put her on the line for, for God's sakes? Did I get out of that with some kind of saving grace there? Oh, God almighty. I got tricked. She sounded like a very nice lady. Of course she did. I got tricked into doing a charity event. Uh, we're not tricked. When you're asked the direct question, it's very hard to say no uh, for these things. Uh, and normally, you know, if they go through agents and things like that, then you can politely say, I don't fancy that one. How much are they paying? You get paid to do some charity things. Not all of them, but some things. Um, and Patsy Palmer, you know, Bianca from EastEnders, somehow she got hold of my phone number and called me up. I said, oh, it's Patsy. Well, come and do a charity event for us. And when, uh, the direct question on the phone, you have to say, I'd love to. And I ended up hosting a charity auction with Jade Goody. Sweet Lord, I wanted to cut my hair off. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, so, 
well, let's see what James wants. James, what, what, what do you want me to do for, for charity? Nothing, I just t- want to talk to you about Totally Boy Band. Oh, thank God for that. You don't want me to host a charity Totally Boy Band evening, do you? No, 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 it's fine, don't worry. Thank goodness for that. That was, that was awkward listening. Anyway, James, yes, Totally Boy Band. Right, um, I've been watching MTV, so I'm a few weeks ahead of the T4 one. Okay, well, I've j- that, now don't tell me what happens, because I'm, I'm, I've, I watched the T4 one, and now I'm playing catch-up on MTV, and they're just about, well, they've just asked the latch to leave. Yep, so, do you think the latch will leave or not? Well, yeah, he, I know he does, because I saw yeah. them on, 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 like, Sharon Osbourne or something, with just the four of them. Yeah, it's a bit of an anticlimax, because you saw the press beforehand, mm. and stuff, but they've got a name and everything now. Oh, God, what's their name now? No, they're Upper Street. Oh, Upper Street. In fact, the, the very last episode I saw, I only saw half of it, and they just said, we want to call ourselves Upper Street. Get this, Dane Bowers says to the manager, yeah, we want to call ourselves Upper Street, because that's where we live, yeah. and it's like, we're sort of like the, um, we're like the sort of like the Upper Street. He actually said that. I want to, we want to call ourselves Upper Street, because we're sort of like... The Upper Street. What does mm. that mean? I've no idea. This is where they live, where they work, and I thought... It's, it's a good show, though, isn't it? It's a good... Definitely. Yeah. There has been. Yeah. Who's your favourite out of all? If, if you had to, which one? I think I'm going to be Bradley. Really? Club, yeah. You, you'd go with Bradley yeah, if you I had think, to. Yeah, uh, Dane and... Oh, Danny from 911. Oh, Danny from Nikos and the yeah. Block. And I, I once did a show where, where, where Bradley was a guest. We'll go to the travel in a second, sorry. Uh, where where uh, Bradley was a guest and he had to come up in a lift. It was three floors in the lift. He right. fell asleep on that journey. <laughs> it was three floors and he fell asleep. Ridiculous. I also know something else about those guys which I can't say on radio. James, thank you for that. Time for the latest LBC 97.3 Travel News Now with Amanda Redman. We're still seeing problems on the Surrey Street. Sent me a link. I think Paulie sent it, actually, uh, to this new Nintendo Wii. Mum, can I have a Wii for Christmas? That's what they called it. It's the new Nintendo game console is called a Wii. But it's, it's, I've just seen some footage of it. I'm, I, I, you know, I can't really afford it, but the, the pre-order has to go in. I have to have it. The controller is like a Sky Plus remote control, and you use that like a tennis racket or like a golf club or... I think I'm going to have to get one. Uh, Neil! Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Neil. I hope I might be able to sort out your problems with your dream for you. There's nothing, um, nothing untoward Oh, this is the dream I had where I I believed that Chris was nuzzling up to me in bed. That's the one, yes. Yes. I don't think there's anything untoward in it, to be honest. No. But it does show a certain amount of insecurity. Oh, right, really? Now, what I feel is, I feel it's a fear of loss that you're mind your subconscious is putting into your dreams during the night that you fear the loss of chris yes now because you're in a situation where it wasn't sexual in any way or anything like that it was just a gentle cuddling you know a nuzzling that sort of thing it shows a good interaction between the two of you yeah and therefore you are feeling as if the two are one in your subconscious because at night when you dream your brain is trying to sort out all the things that's been going on during the day and worrying you Sorry, I, uh, uh, Helen behind the glasses was making a, a gesture. I couldn't quite <laughs> work out what she was doing then, whether that was telling me it's, uh, yes. Uh, so, what, well, yes, so you're saying it's, there's nothing wrong with it. No, no, no. And I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to lose Chris. Well, he, you see, you teach, in the dream, you're relying on him for your comfort. Well, no, hang on a second. In the dream, basically, I was lying on my side... And, uh, he was sort of, like, kind of draped over me. Are you embarrassed by me talking about this, Chris? Because I'm embarrassed talking about it in front of you. (laughs) Hey, why not? Yeah, let's go for it. I I was kind of on my side, and he was kind of draped over me. 
and he had. Now this is going. This isn't. This isn't rude. What I'm about <coughs> to say. Okay. This isn't rude. <laughs> Go on. Then. He had his leg was between my two legs. That's not rude. It wasn't rude. It was just kind of, you know, resting there. So you're almost spooning sort of thing. We were spooning, yes. We were spooning, Well, yes. again, that is... It's not associated with anything sort no. of like too naughty, really. No. It's comfort. No. Yes. That's, you know, that's for after you've done the naughty, possibly. It was very comfortable. Well, yeah, well, yes, it was very comfortable. No, I'm saying you did, but... No, no, wait, steady on now. Hey, Neil, I've got... We're going back to lavatories here, so please excuse me. Yeah, sure. Uh, do you... When... Uh, I've got to be vaguely delicate. We're talking about wiping. Do you ever use a wet wipe? Um, no. No, I, d- I don't. But mind you, I don't like the idea of toilet paper, really, either. Excuse me? I don't really like the idea of toilet paper. The idea what? That, what? You don't like... What do you like? Well, I like... Actually, I like more the French idea of a B-day, where you actually oh. wash yourself. Oh. Rather than just spreading it around. No, I've used... Uh, uh, I've not used the B-day as such, but in Japan, they have toilets that basically do everything. They, uh... They, uh... They, in Japan, they have toilets that uh, fire a jet of water, and then they fire a jet of warm air to dry the, uh, aforementioned area. And I tried it once... And it wasn't... No, that's... Firing water is not good at all. Well, no, the thing is, you do have to use your hand, unfortunately, or a flannel or a towel or something like that as well. Do they still... Do people still get B-days put in their house in oh, this yeah. country? Because it was yeah. big in, like, the 80s, but it's... I don't know if it's still, uh... If you've got a nice house, yeah, and you want to... Especially women use them more than men. Yes, well, OK, let's... Uh, but uh, I have seen those Japanese ones you're talking about. They look a bit frightening, actually, because a thing sort of extends out from... It does. ...inside the toilet. It and does. It doesn't yes. look very safe, to be honest. In Pakistan, when I went, generally I used the toilets in the hotels, which were, were modern and comfortable. But, uh, one day I was, uh, not... I've got to be so delicate about this, I don't want to offend anyone. But one day I was not particularly well, and I had to use uh, a hole in the... Gr- I, went, I said, where's the toilet? I said, oh, it's in that shed. And it was a hole in the ground, and the only thing that was there that could have aided any cleansing was like a jug of water. Right. And that was it. Nothing else. I'm like, well, what do you do with this? Well, c- c- could I tell you a, a little bit of a story, actually? You can start telling me a bit of a story, oh, and we'll see okay. where it goes. Um, at a place in London where a lot of doctors trained and that, and took uh, took their tests and everything at one time, um, one of my family worked there, and the toilets used to have stuff wiped all over the walls because people there that were coming there from abroad used to wipe their hands, wipe themselves with their hands, and then wipe that on the wall. And then go and wash their hands. Oh, God. But, you see, it's a different... It's a different sort of cultural cleanliness. The reason I ask about the wet wipes, Neil... Yes. ...is because... And this is what I want to talk about at the top of the show. Is I was... Have you ever seen a programme called MTV Cribs? Yes, I have. Uh, Now, were you surprised to find out that Cribs means a house? No. Because I always thought that Crib means you crib for your exam. No, that's cramming. No, but it's oh, also... Cri- you crib off someone else, yes. Yes, yes, yes crib off. And crib a game of cards. Cribbage. Yeah. Anyway, so I was watching a bit, uh, literally one minute of MTV Cribs, and I, if, if anyone saw it yesterday and knows who the young American rap star was, then grass him up. Give us a call, 0870 So I was watching it, and he was freestyling in his bathroom, and by that I mean he was doing a, a, an improvised rap. All oh, right, yeah. That was, uh, so don't worry there. Uh, and I thought, this is interesting. And the rap was about using wet wipes and saying, uh, losers don't use wet wipes, wet wipes are the answer. I'm not going to do the, the rap, it will sound silly. Uh, but he was rapping about how good wet, wet wipes were. 
And it, right. I've used them once, and it made me very, very uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, moistness, no, thank you. Well, you, you you can't really get yourself clean unless you use some form of liquid, because otherwise mm. you're just spreading yes, it around. Right, okay, I'm going to I'm going to cut Neil off there because uh, I understand what he was saying, but it could be construed in, in many different ways. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. If you're a fan of the wet wipes. I'll tell you, well, again, it's, it sounds like we're being deliberately vulgar. We're not. This is a genuinely interesting to me uh, thing. Sienna! Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, Good. yeah. I just thought I'd ring up to tell you about what I think about your dream. Oh, OK. Go ahead. I think you're just spending too much time with Chris. Possible. It's possible. And this is why you're, you know, you're, you're dreaming about him and imagining him even, we're even there with you when you're in, when you're in your bedroom. Do you know, the, the very first day's work I ever did, when I was 15 years old, I worked at B-Jams. Right. Do you remember B-Jams? No. How old are you? Um, I'm 22. Oh, you won't, God, you're too, you're too young to know what, well, you know Iceland? Mm-hmm. They, well, they used to be called B-Jams. Okay. Uh, and, uh, it was a frozen food shop. And my first ever job, uh, it was a Saturday job, working at, at B-Jams, working eight hours a day. Right. And I went back that night home, and I, I'd eaten some dodgy food, but my whole night was spent dreaming <laughs> about B-Jams. So I basically worked two days... <laughs> Uh, in in one and it was awful and sometimes i have that where i just dream about work and you think i have wasted a good night's sleep that's a nightmare hey get this my first uh, uh, was it my first week or was it my f- i'm going to sound like an old man now but i'm i'm getting to the age where i can do this okay my first uh month's wages at b jams bearing in mind i work friday evenings and all day saturday mm-hmm. have a guess a month have a guess oh uh, i don't know have a guess um £100? £14! No! £14?! terrible. I think it was for a month. It may have been for for two weeks, but it was, it was certainly was still, you know. Well, there's another thing about your team. Maybe you're trying to take Chicago's place. Uh, oh, what? He, uh, Agent Chris's girlfriend, yeah. Chicago? Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, maybe you're trying it... to push her out. I mean, are you buying high heel shoes lately? Uh, I, I haven't bought any for bought any for a while, no. but I think when you I'm wondering got... with that brown suit, you know, are you starting to think I like a pair of slingbacks? Are you maybe swinging um, the other way? I don't know. I'd, well, with the, be... Oh, guess who's coming on the show? Is it next week? He's coming on, Chris. Have a guess who's coming on the show. I don't know. Why would I invest my money in that? It's a rubbish idea. Get out! I'm Duncan Ban. I'm Duncan Ban. Duncan Bannatine's coming in. Who's that? He's the man that I would. Oh, okay. Y- yes, that's got you thinking, isn't it? Has has. Is, is he is he funny? Yeah. Is he funny? Yeah. Uh, he's quite funny. Oh, good. Have you never seen Dragons Den? Uh, yes. He's the f- he's the Scotch fella on that. Oh, okay. That's what what good. day is he coming in, Chris? Wednesday. All righty. A week today. So I you... may turn gay. So what? You... Yeah, I think you might be. I mean, do you think you might be sort of like Verinda? Do you think some of his madness and gayness might be rubbing off on you? Because we're not really sure. He's not a boy, is he? He's a I'm not gay. Yes. Well, uh, he's a girl, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not gay. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Let everyone know, I'm sh- not gay. He says he's not, so we have to, uh... Well, there's rumours we saw him in in the high street once, and he definitely was wearing a pink dress. Wow, if you, uh, it's possible. Now, the thing is, when Duncan Bannatyne comes in next week, do I mention... And he's, he's promoting his autobiography. But do I mention the real reason why I got him into the studio? Imagine if man... Oh, I've got... Jay has emailed in, a fella, saying, uh, Ian, I don't want to scare you, but I had a dream about you last night. I dreamt that I met you directly after your show, and we went upstairs to one of the offices. I was very drunk, a likely story, 
and you convince me we should snuggle up in bed together. Come on, man, let it all out. This is the way forward. If you can help with my dream, 0870-90-90-973. And yes, when Duncan Ballantyne comes in next Wednesday, do I say, look, you know, I'm, I'm straight. I'm, I, I must remind you that I am straight. But I kind of fancy him a little bit. Do I say that to him or do we just talk about his book? Uh, and also, wet wipes, really, uh, they make me feel very, very uncomfortable. Hell is James O'Brien. So, 0870 although I see, for some reason, Chris has put the calls up in a weird way so nobody else can call through now. You've blocked all of the lines up. There are going to be new people desperate. Look! Oh, no, hang on a second, that's not quite so good. Uh, there are going to be new people desperate to get through. Uh, keep trying, if the lines are busy, keep trying. You will get through eventually, I can guarantee it. Um, let's go to Paul on the A12. Hello, Paul. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. Hey, listen, the wet wipe thing. Y- oh, yes, do you use them? Oh, yeah. Why? Um, start off with the toilet roll, as, as regular. As normal people do. Yeah, well, but sometimes it does get a bit difficult, and so all right, yes. finish off with the wet wipe. So you, you have none of that unpleasant sensation a bit later on, if you fail to... Right, steady on. Okay, we have to, okay, let's, you let, we have to be very careful about what, how we discuss this, because I don't want to get into trouble, I don't want to no, upset right. anyone. But, but I, don't, I don't know, uh, 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 I have not had any unpleasant sensation a bit later on. <laughs> well, maybe it's just me then. But maybe so, it is. But maybe, what, what do the wet wipes do for you? They, if, um, how can I compare it? It's like making Should I compare sure, it to a summer's yeah, day? Yeah, very careful. Making sure your paintbrush is very clean. How's that? Oh, my God. That is disgusting. What you've, <laughs> the image you've just put in my head. Well, it, it was clean, though, was it? Oh, but, well, yeah, kind of. I've got really itchy shoulder. Excuse me. Uh, but th- <sighs> but don't, don't ever, ever, ever flush them down the toilet. Well, what do you do with them, then? Well, you have to put them in a bin. Oh, no, No, it's no. not old. It's not that bad. If you've got bad. a child, then that's what you have to do anyway. Dirty boy. If, if, if you flush them down the toilet, they clog up the system. Of course. And eventually, Dino Rod come out, and you stand there with a slightly sheepish grin. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> but you have them in a bin? Well, it's, it's not, no different, really, to the, um, the ladies' toiletry requisites. Yeah, your <laughs> toiletry requisites. Uh, yes. uh, get this. Once uh, my producer, Agent Chris, has used a moist wipe, he then dries himself with a towel. <laughs> that's extreme. Well, that's, that's not going to be good, is it? Does he leave the towel out subsequent for other... I, 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 think, I think he may do. We, we've got to be... Let's delicately tread around this, because it's not a particularly pleasant topic at all. Um, so, let, you know... Delicacy is the key here. Oh, what I do want to know is who the rapper was yesterday on MTV Cribs that was ra- oh, really to your shoulder. I think I've got been bitten. Uh, who the rapper was that was uh, rapping about the merits of moist wipes? You didn't see MTV Cribs, did you, Anne? No, I did. I'm sorry. I'm screaming with laughter. I've got tears running down my face. This is you, this is a very very delicate subject. It's this lavatorial ha- habits and stuff. Isn't we it? have to be very careful. I know. It, not... I think you're so provocative. You're a naughty boy. You know that, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Um, wet wipes never. I can't imagine. No, this be horrible. No. For babies, that's all my kids use them for. My granddad didn't fight in the war. Well, he didn't fight in the war. <laughs> he, he was a coward. If he had have fought in the war, it wouldn't have been so that we'd use. I bet the wet wipes are big in the continent. Mm, wouldn't surprise me, yes, yes, because they're all a little bit funny over there. They are. Well, well, what do you mean, France? Let's speak plainly. Let's speak plainly. Well, the, well, the French, they use... Well, the they French... Do you remember... Well, no, you're much younger than I'm much I, younger than yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Um, 
when I went on school journeys, you know, the first time we'd seen bidets, uh, everybody thought they were for washing feet. Even adults, thought, English adults, thought yes. they were for washing the feet. Yes, I think I saw that in Duty... Do you remember Duty Free with Keith Barron? Yeah, I do, actually. I, I think that happened in Duty Free. But, I mean, once. years before that, yes. I can remember say, uh, people saying the bidet, and nobody knew you didn't read about it or anything, you know. I think they're still quite useful for washing the feet. Where is Keith Barron now? Dunno. Th- there's a lot of water in a bidet. What, how does a bidet work? Because I've never used one. Does it fire a jet of water, or do you just stick... No, with- it comes out... Um, it's, um... Like, okay, it's like a little toilet pan, an oval-shaped pan, isn't yes. it? And, and that's another thing. People never used to... Well, <laughs> they never used to sit on it at all. But when they did start to sit on it, I think there's a certain way round, isn't there? Because I think you have to face the taps. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I really don't... So you, you sit, you sit on a bidet. This is, I don't know how to do it. How didn't you know you have to sit on a bidet? You sit, well, you sit on it. I didn't know that, but you sit on it facing... Of course face, you do. You wash yourself. But you sit on it facing the wall? Yes. That is yes. not yes. right. No. Yes. Well, you can do what you like, but I think you do, because then you can just turn the taps on and off. And oh. the water comes from under the rim all around. Steady, it doesn't steady, just come steady. out of one area. Right. Uh, of course, there's a little plug. Um, oh, come on. Stop being vulgar. You don't... No, you don't put a plug in. You, what? There's one of those buttons. Ah, and... will you be careful? <laughs> You're going to get me taken... <laughs> I'm take... talking about a, a plumbing plug. Oh, for the B-Day? Yes, okay, yes, okay, yes, okay, okay, yes. Um, you've, you've lost me now. Yes, um, I wish. I, I wanted to say something else about the bidet. Oh, yeah, because a lot of people, when they started having them put in their bathrooms in England, just for show, I think, yes. sometimes the plumbers didn't know correctly, and they would be put too near the wall right. for someone to sit on it. You know, one leg would be, w- just wouldn't go... I don't believe that anybody who had a B-Day installed in the 1980s, when they no, were, like, before popular... that, before that. Really? Well, I don't believe that anyone that's got one actually uses it in this country. I, I agree with you. I don't think many people do. And also, it's, you see them, I, I, well, you don't even see them that often now. Okay, I remember seeing them as a kid, you go yeah. around to a friend's house, and their parents would have one, and it... Oh, they I went out with avocado baths, didn't they, probably? Yes, they probably most probably <laughs> um, Greece, can I tell you about oh, in Greece... I was hovering over the hang-up button, but never mind. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, no, that, in yeah. Greece, um, yes. I did the same as you. I went on one of those lavatories and pressed a normal lavatory. Yes. And I think I pressed the button thinking it was the flush, but I was still sitting on it, and... Yes, a spray of water did come out. Right up. But yeah. I think for a lady, it's a different feeling than oh, from a man. Oh, for God's sakes, I'm going to get... No, I'll be careful, don't no. worry. Mo- mo- moving on, what do you think about the dream I had about Chris? Interesting. I, d- I wouldn't look too much into it. No. Maybe he was like um. Uh, you know, a comfort blanket, something like that. Now, the thing is, yesterday, I was slightly bullying Chris in as much as uh, he was... Again, this this sounds very suspicious. I've got uh-huh. to tell this on the radio, what I did yesterday. Yesterday, uh, during the show, uh, during a, a, a news break, Chris was sitting at his computer behind the glass, and I went and stood behind him, and... Uh, I don't know how to sa- I don't know how to say what I did to you, Chris. Okay. I don't know how to put it into words what I did to you. I'm embarrassed. I'm genuinely embarrassed. What did you do to him? I didn't... I did not do that. Right, he was sitting... Oh, God, I'm such a horrible man. He was sitting on, on his chair, OK? Yeah. Uh, typing on his computer, whatever. And so I stood behind him, and uh, I went, Oh, Chris, you need to quickly check. And basically, I leant over him... Yeah? And, look, we're both, we're both blushing here. This is terrible. I leant over him and sort of put my arms around him... Yeah? ..and operated the computer, he, the computer he was using, but with my arms around him... Yeah. Sort of ever so slightly... Brushing his body. 
Well, the only thing is, did you enjoy it or not? Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, did you, in, did you enjoy it? Yeah, or did you? If it was mutual, okay, I suppose. I don't know. Chris, was it mutual okay? Get some thumbs up from me. It got, it got the thumbs up there. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, it's what boys do, isn't it, He's Anne? a colleague. I think people don't touch enough, to be honest. No, they should touch more, shouldn't they? <laughs> Although sometimes you get, I get people that I've never met touching me. Yeah, and yeah. And I think, like, get, I tell you what, there was a woman in W.H. Smith the other day, yeah. uh, uh, I think it was, uh, What, Muswell Hill? That's the fella, yes. And, uh, I was, there was in a queue. Uh-huh. And a woman behind me want, obviously wanted to get past me, but I didn't know that. So, w- normally you'd say, oh, excuse me, sorry, can I get no, past? No, not many people say excuse me, that's a trick. All right, okay. Well, no- normally you'd say, oi, get out of the way, love. I'd say excuse me. Right, I would say excuse me. I'd, or I'd, or I'd, I'd probably go around and come out the other way. Anyway, she didn't say that. She pushed me. Yeah. She pushed me out of the way. Yeah. And I sort of stood my ground, because I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was just someone gently nudging me. And she pushed me, and I looked round, and she, as she pushed the way past, she went, out of the way. I thought, you cheeky man, don't just, well, don't touch me. I had a me. woman tap-tapping behind me once, and I just turned round. She did have a pushchair, admittedly. Well, you know, I felt a bit sorry, but she had a few kids in a supermarket. But all tarted up. I mean, she wasn't oh. rough. And she was tap-tapping, <laughs> and I actually said to her, well, if you said excuse me, I'd move yes. fast. Because, you know, yes. I haven't got eyes at the back of my head. Yes. Very few people say excuse me today. I say excuse me, Anne. I do. Well, how does someone know, you know, yes. um, that right. she want to yes. get by? Yes, and thank you for that. Uh, I don't like strangers touching me. Yes, maybe we should be more touchy-feely. I don't know, but I don't like strangers, uh, or people I don't even know that well touching me. There are some people at work, I'm not saying who, who are a little bit, uh, just touch your arm. Touch your arm there. Get up, get off me. Don't touch me. Can't say that, though. You can't say, sorry, would you not touch me? I find that inappropriate. You can't say that because then you're in the wrong. Uh, Andrea. Hello, Ian. He- hello, Andrea. How are you? I'm very well. You really are make me laugh, Ian, oh, I tell you. You're common, so aren't funny. you? Yes. <laughs> you're, you're... The, reason, yes. the reason why I was ringing was about the whip wipes. Oh, right. I just wanted to share with you that I always get touched up by women. Excuse me? Well, I, don't, I, I just seem to be attracted to... Um, you know, lesbians, if I can use that in a lesbian term. <laughs> Chris, are we allowed to use the word lesbian now? <laughs> Only once. Okay, no, don't say All it right. anymore, for goodness sake. Yeah, sakes. and I don't know what it is. I don't know whether I ooze oh, those tendencies to other yes. ladies. But, yes. yeah, I do often get my very... All right, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, okay, but, this, yes. All right, okay. Anyway, yes. what I'm oh, going to say about wet wipes... Sake. What, what's the big deal? I I'm, think they're I'm fantastic. Going home, I'm going home early today, aren't I, huh? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm getting sacked. Am what? I still... Yes, you're still I... on. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Not really, but go on. Oh, I was going to talk about the wet wipes. All right, then. Calm down. Right, I'm calm now. All right, good. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, I think they're brilliant. I think they're absolutely <laughs> brilliant. And I'm just like Agent Chris. Yes. I also use a towel, um, oh. you know... The the toilet paper after. No, he, use, he uses he uses the moist wipes. Then he uses a towel, towel, a towel in towel, towel that you would dry your body with. Oh right! Oh no, I'm not that extreme. I still use the toilet paper. So you're using both? Yeah, I use both. But these wet wipes, they cost quite a lot of money, don't they? Yeah, but you can get two for one. If you go to the oh. big supermarkets, you right, can usually yeah. pick up one and get one free. Well, one get one free, bog off, isn't it? 
but then but then I've got some handy little ones in my handbag. I've always got wet wipes on me. Oh dear God! You didn't see MTV Cribs yesterday. I didn't. No, I didn't. I just wonder what was it? Jay Z? I don't know that, but there was some rapper that was freestyling about these things, and I thought I remember a friend of mine had them in the eighties. Mm. We went round his house. By a guy called Paul. Had them in the 80s. Uh, and so me and my friends, guess what we did, Andrew? Because we, we, he had wet wipes. Have you a... used to wipe, you used to wipe stuff with it. No, no, we beat him up! We <laughs> beat him up! <laughs> what? Because he had wet wipes! You know the way that kids do, we beat him up! Not badly, not, not badly before anyone phones in and complains. I'm just being honest, that's what kids do, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Andrea, listen, thank you very much for that. It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.2 travel news with Amanda Redmond. Well, there are delays in Chorleywood at the moment. And- uh, Agent Chris, my producer, told me something very odd today, which I'm not sure I believe. Maybe you uh, can shed some light on it. He says that if you leave your mail on your doorstep, okay, stuff you want posted, if you leave it on your doorstep, the postman will take it for you and take it to the, the delivery place. Now, he was speaking, uh, uh, he found this out apparently at the weekend, uh, where he went to stay with his in-laws, Chicago's family, who I, I think that, is it a mansion they live in? It's a mansion, isn't it, pretty much? They're millionaires, aren't they? Or something, something like that. They're millionaires, they live in a mansion, something like that. So they've got like a, a massive drive that's two miles long or something. Uh, and they leave their post, uh, out on the doorstep. And when the postman comes, he takes their post and, like, delivers it for them. Whatever takes it to the post office. I don't know. Is that true? Does, has that happened to you? 0870-9090-973. If I leave my post on the doorstep, for, uh, definitely, the postman, my postman, can't even deliver his, the, the post to the right address. I've got a stack load of letters at home that are meant for other places. He always delivers it, delivers next door's mail to me, so I'm constantly going next door and delivering the mail. There's a block of flats half a mile up the road, and I keep getting mail for that. And it's like, oh, I suppose I ought to post it. I just can't be bothered. Anyway, 0870-9090-973, if you can let me know. If that's true, that if you leave your post, um, on a, a doorstep, the postman can call in. They'll be finished by now. But they postman finished by about... Half eleven, that's their day done, I think. Tracy! Oh, hi, Ian. Um, I haven't called your show before, but oh. I listen most oh. days. Okay, well, that's fine. Um, it's just about this wet wipe thing. Yes. Um, there is a slight difference between wet wipes that you would use for a baby... Right. ...and toilet wipes. Oh, okay. Because toilet wipes actually are more expensive than wet wipes. Is that the only difference? Well, no, and they're smaller, oh. and they're not so wet. Oh, okay. But so um, you, you could buy wet wipes and just wring them out, if you're part of my choice of phrase. Yeah, but then also wet wipes shouldn't be flushed down a toilet. No. Because they'll block the toilet. But I could flush, flush a but, moist wipe. But proper moist toilet wipes actually can go down the toilet. But why would anyone... I, I can't see... that. Listen, people have been wiping their bottoms using paper for... Uh, I don't... I don't know yeah, if I, how long, actually. How long have we been using toilet paper? I was going to say for centuries, but no. it's probably only about a hundred years or something, probably isn't it? Probably less than that. It's probably well, since... Toilet paper's probably a modern invention. Well, okay, here's a challenge. Can we find out when the... Hey, it's a mystery. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's just a question. <laughs> when was I toilet think... paper invented? 0870 I'm with Agent Chris, but I... Hey? I, I use toilet paper, and then I use a wet wipe. Oh. A moist wipe. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you, you don't... Oh, my God. But why? Well, just to sort of 
Clean it. Clean it. Oh, okay. No, oh. don't. Yes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just to finish yes. the job. Yes, finish. Oh, can we? Can you use a better phrase than finish the job? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Everyone that hates this show is going to be you're sitting back today going, uh-huh, told you so. He's talking about wiping his bum. I told you. And for people that have problems in yes. that area, oh. and I, I, you know, the word begins with P, if you know what I mean. With P? P, P or A. <laughs> oh, but, but, yes, I'm, I'm, do you know what, I, I, know, I know exactly what you mean, more than well, I'd like to let on. Obviously, moist wipes right. actually are oh. essential. Oh, hang on a second, you're saying that moist wipes could aid, uh, and uh, aid my, uh, a problem a friend of mine has. Definitely, because the cleaner you keep yes. your yes, yes, basically. Yes, the healthier it is. The healthier it is, uh, the less. They bother you, basically. Well, now, hang on a second. That's very interesting. Now I'm kind of tempted to get some for my friend. Yes. Honestly, they they really are good. (laughs) Tracy, listen... I know myself. No, no. Oh, there we go. Thank you for that, Tracy. Denied ever using them at the the last minute there. Or denied ever having piles, maybe. We can say piles, I think. This is a... What a horrible... After today... We'll clean it up after four o'clock a little bit, Okay. But uh, let's let, after today's show, let's wipe this tape. Let's let's just get rid of this this tape and never uh, allow this show to be ever heard again because it's. Uh... So I've got piles. Yes. Oh God. Uh, Carol Barnett. Hello. I just. Is that I'm a newsreader? Are you a new, time are you, caller? Are you a newsreader? No. Oh, I'm thinking of Carol Barnett. <laughs> Carol from Bar. Oh, I see. Chris, okay, Chris has typed it up wrong. Sorry. I apologise, Carol. Fine. I just wanted to explain that was talking about bidets, was talking about a toilet, because water doesn't come round the rim on a bidet. I'm actually mm. looking at mine now. You're looking at a what? I'm looking at my bidet now. Say it again. Why? I'm looking at my bidet now. I'm looking at it, standing in front of it. Is it, is it pr- not pronounced bidet? I said bidet. No, you. Uh, I said bidet. You said bidet. Well, either, either or. Okay, I just I've never heard it pronounced. Okay, so you're looking at it now. And what? 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 Tell, describe it to me because I haven't seen one for a while. Bidet. It does, water doesn't come round the rim. You have a little mixer tap on the on one end with a little spout, and you sit on it facing the spout, and everybody has to use their imagination. It's perfect. So and y- lots of people use them. You so sit. You sit facing the wall. You sit. So the water hits you directly where you want it to hit. But does that mean you're facing the wall then? Yes. What? Oh. What? We can't. Steady on. Yeah, it's for a woman. It's not for a man. What a b day? Of course. But men? Yeah. No, you're wrong there, Carol. Well, I don't know. I can't okay. imagine any man using it. No, in that case, I, I will pick you up. You're, you're wrong on the pronunciation, and you're wrong on the, on the thing because men use it on the continent. I don't believe it. I don't think so. Well. They... I don't think it doesn't make... Well... I, I bet you a hundred pounds they do. I bet you a hundred pounds they don't. Right. They don't. They oh, don't. Right, okay, Carol, uh, stay there. Well, no, don't stay there. Chris, keep Carol's number. Can we call you back later on when you owe me a hundred pounds? <laughs> no, when you owe me a hundred pounds, Thank. I'm calling you. I, 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 are you around at about half past five? Yeah. I'll speak to you then, Carol. Okie doke. Thank you. With your money, thanks. Yeah, no, thank you. Hey, this, this week is... Uh, okay, Terry... Oh, Terry? What, what, is he put me on hold? 
Has Terry put me on ho- Terry, have you put me on hold? And Terry's gone. Let's try this one. Line one, you're on the air. I was just calling up to say that lady about the B-Day in France, having lived there, it definitely is unisex. Men and women use it. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to record a montage, if we can, please, of gentlemen saying, I'm a gentleman and I've used the B-Day. Uh, are we ready to, to record? Paul, Paul, could you, could you make that statement again, please? I am a gentleman and I have used a B-Day in France, not in the UK. Excellent. We're going to, we'll get a load of these and we'll play these to her when we call it just after half past five. They are unisex, aren't they? Absolutely unisex. And you only sit in them one way, as far as I'm aware. And what, which way is that? That's facing the wall. Uh, is it? Facing, facing away from the wall oh. means it will take care of your rear. Facing the front could be quite interesting. Paul, thank you very much for that. There we go. Well, we're going to see if we can get as many blokes as we can. Funny, I'm saying hello. I'm a gentleman and I've used a B day. And we'll play that to uh, Carol. I'll be a hundred quid richer. And do you know which charity I'm going to give it to? None. They can all get knotted. I won it. I made the bet. Hazy when people. F- Sometimes you get on this, not so often on this, but occasionally I've had it. People phone in and say, well, I will give £100 to your favourite charity. Uh, if you, No, give it to, you know, get lost. If you want to have a bet, then have it like a gentleman, with me. Liam. Hello, mate. Hello, Liam. How you doing? I'm all right, yes. Um, I am a gentleman, and obviously, <laughs> and I've, uh, the only thing I've ever used a B-Day for is washing my feet from the sand on holiday. Oh, you mucky pup. That's, don't, don't clip that one. We won't play that to- Oh, you're... How <laughs> common are you, Liam, for God's sakes? Now, what I found out for was about the, the uh, postman taking uh, that mail. Is it true, if you leave your post on your doorstep, the postman will take it for you? Well, if they're millionaires, they're probably bunging him a few quid at Christmas, so he's probably picking it up for him as a favour. Uh, yeah, there is a possibility. They may have given him, like, a pony or something. I mean, I would definitely, definitely, if I was a postman, take their mail. I thought I was going to get something. Do people still give uh, postmen and dustmen Christmas boxes? I don't give dustmen nothing, mate. They are the worst people in the world. Uh, they are horrible all year round. I, I, I had this old carpet I wanted to rid of. So I said to him, you know, I'll stay in the back, mate. He said, uh, well, you better ask the driver. Oh, you know. So I said, it's all right, I'll in the back. He said, oh, give me 20 quid, mate, and you can. I thought, sod you, I'll take down a tip for nothing. So, hang on, that's, that's, because of that one incident where they wouldn't take a carpet, yeah, they are the worst people in the world. Definitely, and then just before Christmas, wow. they're the nicest people in the world because they want a tip. Uh, <laughs> Liam, thanks very much for that. Those were Liam's words. If my dustmen are listening, I think they do an excellent job. Absolutely sterling work. Uh, well, if you agree uh, or disagree with him, you can give us a call 0870 I need to get as many men as I can saying, Hello, Ian, I'm a gentleman and I've used a B-Day. Uh, Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, more of your calls after the latest LBC 97.3 news. I know. Jolly of you, boy. Uh, well, okay, what have we mentioned so far? Uh, wet Vibes, uh, after I saw a rapper. I believe it may have been a, a, ra- a gentleman called Exhibit. Uh, that's an email I've received. A, a, a rapper called Exhibit, uh, rapping on MTV Cribs about Wet Wipes. We're discussing that. Uh, we're asking if, uh, did the postman really collect your post if you just leave it on your step? Uh, and th- then a guy called up just before the break. What was the, the chap's name? I can't remember his, uh, remember his name. It was Liam, wasn't it? Uh, Liam called up to slag off Dustman. Uh, well, I'm not slagging off Dustman, but Paul has sent in an interesting email. Ian, do you remember the old days when Dustman actually came into your garden, lifted up your dustbin, then took it to the truck and tipped it in? Then they would bring the bin back for you. Now we have wheels on the bins, they can't even be bothered to walk ten feet if you forget to put the bin on the pavement. 
Dustmen of the 70s and 80s deserve tips. I don't think wheeling a bin six foot to the truck, then pressing a button deserves one. He's got a point there. He has got a point there. 0870 is the phone number. Sarah's in the Hampstead Heath. Hello. Hello, Sarah. Um, I've got a couple of theories on your dream that you had about... Oh, I for- yes, I was, I was trying to forget about that. I had a dream last night that Chris was in bed with me, snuggling up to me. Yeah. Well, I've got two theories, really. Okay. Well, one of them is that you were actually cuddling yourself. So Chris kind of represented this other side of you, so maybe you haven't been, um, feeling, I don't know, very happy, or... Okay. You feel like you're... <clears throat> I don't know, you're in need of something. But why would I, why would I dream, why would I dream that Chris was cuddling me? Why couldn't I dream that, I don't know, Sarah Beanie was cuddling me? Um, well, because Chris is actually somebody who's more present in your life, so it just... Yeah, Chris is more present than Sarah Beanie. Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, have you ever had a dream where you've kind of been cuddling or doing something to yourself? Sorry? Because uh, <laughs> it just reminds me that I did have a dream similar to yours once, except it was me that was on top of myself. That's weird. Yeah, that was, actually. Uh, and I was so you dreamt... Myself. You, you what? I was kissing myself. It, it was weird. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, anyway. Yes, mo- moving on, Sarah, because that is, is absolutely mental. Oh, yeah, steady on, there we go. Okay, um, but I do have another theory right. as well. You were, um, you were kissing yourself, eh? How I old was, are you, Sarah, yeah. before we continue this conversation? I'm 36. You're, you're, you're an old woman, okay, well, we can discuss that. Okay, right, fine. Exactly. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, my other, um, theory yeah. is that you have actually done something wrong to Chris and you're feeling really guilty about I have it. done not- Chris, come on the microphone now. Have I done anything wrong to you at all? You haven't made me a cup of tea in the last three and a half months. So what? What, is that not doing something? Oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh... Oh, and yesterday when it was tipping with rain... Yeah. ...and I was just walking down from the underground station, you just drove on by. Right, no. Now, the reason I drove on by... That's true, sir, I did drive on by. The reason I drove on by, Chris, was to teach you a lesson. Uh, and that lesson is, uh, yes, you too can have a fancy red, uh, 17-year-old Peugeot. You've got to work at it. I was like you when I was your age, walking from a tube station to, to my... Pla- it was what five y- It was five yards up the road, Chris! You're really mean. No, he just... Listen... Sir, he's, he's, how old are you, Chris, now? 18, 17? Yes. Yes. Uh, he's got life easy. When I was his age, I was working in, uh, I, hang on, I'd left B-Jams, I was working in Safeways, in the bakery department. I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning to make bread. Jeez! Yeah, but he has to put up with you, and you're being really cruel to him. I'm a godsend to this boy. He doesn't know... He doesn't know how lucky I am. He could be working on the James O'Brien show. Yeah. Exactly. So do you feel guilty about anything that you've done to him, though, really? Not in the... I've done nothing to... All I've done to him is help him become a man. Sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right, then. So it's not that one. It must be back to the first one that you were... um, Kissing... I was on top of myself kissing myself. Yeah, because you, you, you know, it's not necessarily a sort of, well, I don't know, you'd have to say whether it was a sexual thing, but it might just it be was kind of not. It there. was not, uh, uh, I'm pressing the button that hangs, there we go. It was not uh, in any way. Thank you, Sarah, for that, lovely. Uh, oh, God. Do I have to take this next call? <laughs> it's Jonathan in Hammersmith, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, that, that, the dream. The dream. Uh, first of all, yes. I, I'm a gentleman, 
and I've used the B-Day. Oh, oh, can, can we, let's, do we get that or do we need that one again? You've got that. We're asking, yeah. we need people to call in and say, I'm a gentleman and I've used the B-Day, and then at half past five, or probably about twenty-five to six, we're going to phone up Carol, I think it was, uh, and, uh, play it to her, because she has bet me a hundred pounds that B-Days, or as she called them, biddies, uh, are, are for women only. Yeah. She definitely owes you a hundred quid. So I know loads of blokes that use them. When we're on holiday normally, mm. I mean, because we don't have one at home, or I don't have one at home, but when I'm on holiday, I use them most definitely. I have so. never... I've been in hotels where they've been there and stuff like that. I have never used one in my life. I never will use one. No, I've done well. I mean, I have done. But about, about the dream, the dream is really intriguing me now. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, as much as you can imagine, because... Um, I've had a similar dream, funny enough, but with you and Chris. Oh, dear God almighty. But nothing happened. No, it was just, you know, we were just being friendly, playing oh. friends. We weren't playing gentleman, gentleman and gentleman. Okay. It was just friendly, friendly and friendly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And it reminded me of when you said you put your arms around Chris. Yesterday I put my arms around, I leant over Chris in a slightly um, threatening way and <laughs> used the keyboard in front of him, yes. It yeah. was for a joke, it was a joke. That's what boys do to each other, isn't yeah. it? Is, is they joke they around do. like that. They do, they poke around, they do all sorts of things with each other. The other thing is, I'm going back now, a while, to this, and I know I'm upon about it, but if you go back a while, yes. you, you went to Spain for a holiday and you spent all day on the rock, didn't you? We, we spent a few hours on a rock, and if, anyone, if anyone missed that story, I'm not telling it again. No, no, okay, so in case anyone's listening, it's a gay beach, Ian was on it for four hours. Yeah, well, we couldn't get, <laughs> we couldn't get off the- <laughs> Oh, this, this show, I'm going to get told off for this show. We yeah. couldn't get off there. No, no. <laughs> well, when you add that, just think about it, and then think about that Munter Ballantyne who's coming in to see you next Oh, week. steady on uh, now. He, listen, no, uh, don't be rude about it, Duncan, for goodness uh, sakes. Uh, well, I'm not going to, but I'll ring him up and tell him what you said, so you better not take my call next Yeah, week. I don't know whether I should... When Duncan Ballantyne comes in next Wednesday, he's coming in to promote his autobiography, which I'm hoping I'll get a copy of, because I would like to read it, and, you know, I'd be yeah. good to read it before he comes in. Uh, oh, he's gone. Jonathan's gone there, and I didn't cut him off. He obviously bottled it. So that's good. Uh, but do I mention to Duncan... No, and, and, and if people phone in and say, oh, Ian fancies you, don't... Do you know what I mean? Don't muff up my interview, right? It's been a proper interview about a man who's written a book. I've not done that for years. I don't know what you are, someone. Where'd you get the idea from? It's my autobiography. Where'd you get the idea from? My life. Okay, fine. My Scotch accent is getting better, though. That's something I've just realised. Uh, anyway, a, sh- a shame that we lost Jonathan. That's very sad. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Glad to see we're kind of moving away from the lavatorial side of things. Suzanne. Hello. Hello, Suzanne. Hello. I'm just phoning up about the dustman, what you were saying, about tipping them. Oh, yes. Well, I don't think it's anything wrong in giving the dustman a tip to take a little bit of extra rubbish. Well, Liam was, uh, Liam who called in and said that, that basically, he, he said, not me, the dustmen are the scum of the earth. Oh, I agree with that. What? <laughs> no, they're not. Why, why does he say that? Because they, they wanted to charge him 20 quid to put a bit of carpet in the back. Well, how much would it have cost him to take it himself down the skip? Well, that's what he did in the end. Oh, well then. And it cost him nothing. Oh, well, he, well, do that then, but for saving all the inconvenience, you're just as well giving the dustman a little drink, but, can you? But, yeah, but 20 quid is quite a big drink. Well, times are hard, aren't they? Do the hard on the boulevard. Do you still tip dustmen at Christmas time? Yes, I do. How much do you give them? Oh, about a fiver, and the postman. Oh, the postman's you really good, and he comes. Uh, he even put my Christmas tree up for me this year. My d- postman. What? Your postman put your Christmas tree up? He did. But would he? If if you left your post on the doorstep, would he take them? 
Why would I leave post on the doorstep? Oh, what, put my post in the post box for me. Yes. He's done that for me as well. Blimey. Are you, in, are you having an affair with your postman? I'd like to. <laughs> is he fit? He is very nice. He's sick at the moment, though. Oh, oh, <laughs> blimey, you're a proper stalker. But five, you, you gave five quid to the bin men. Oh, and there's, yeah. Th- there's probably about six of them working on that machine. That's less than a pound each. No, I'll give them a fiver each. Oh, hell's teeth. And they get a bottle of uh, scotch. Jeez, Suzanne, are you rolling in it? No, but I think they do a very worthwhile job. Suzanne gives the postman, uh, gives the dustbin men a fiver each and a bottle of scotch. That's way too much. It's incredible. You got me two Kit Kats instead of a chunky Kit Kat. (laughs) Two Kit Kats does not make a chunky Kit Kat. I wanted to squeeze this together, am I? No, I, d- I wanted a chunky Kit Kat, not two Kit Kats. Oh, is that what he's got you? Unbelievable. Kit Kats are in a new, uh, foil kind of wrapper. They're not like they used to be, are they? No, they are not. They used to or get- wagon wheels. Well, they used to get five fingers in a Kit Kat, didn't you? Yeah. It's only four now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Suzanne, thank you for that. You're welcome. Bye-bye, there we go. Uh, Jill. Hi, Ian. Hello, Jill. <laughs> that lady about the bee days, she must be talking out of the back side. Well, it, at least it's clean. Fun. At least it's clean. Yeah, yeah. We've got a bee day, my husband and myself, and we both, oh, we love our bee day. Can we you, Jill, can you say, my husband uses the bee day for us, please? Here, we'll say it. Hang on a minute, if you want to tape it. Hi there, Ian. I'm a gentleman, and I love using my bee day. <laughs> Good lads, well done. We both love our bee day. What do you think it's for? It's for both areas. I mean, not being crude. Hang on you one second. Can you? S- I could eat off my husband's backside. It's that clean. Oh, you di- What a dirty thing to <laughs> say. <laughs> There's no skiddy pants. Right, okay, she's gone. She's gone. Filth. Uh, line four, are you a gentleman and do you use a bidet? Chuckay. Okay, that's quite an unpleasant imagery uh, at the moment. That woman was filth. I don't want her calling up my show and getting on the radio again. Oh, dear. I'm sorry if you're tuning... I'm sorry if you've got young people in the car. A friend of mine... Uh, this is true. A friend of mine on Friday said, oh, I had the kids in the car. We listened to your show. And then I had to... There was one point you started talking about boobies and we had to... T- I-, I turned off because the kids suddenly shut up and started listening. So if you have got young people in the car listening, I can only apologise that today's show has taken a rather unpleasant tangent, ma- largely due to that last woman. Awful woman. Chris is in the Lewisham. Hello, mate. How's it going? All right. Well, I've got I two Kit Kats and not, not a chunky Kit Kat. I don't agree with that. I would have preferred to Twix myself, mate. I totally no. agree with you on B-Day. I'll never use one in my life. It's a bit too gay for me, really. <laughs> oh, God, for God's sake. B-Days are not gay, but they are. It doesn't seem right, does it? No, it doesn't. That's like, have you seen the movie Dirty Sanchez, where they do their own? Uh, no, I'm aware of the Dirty Sanchez boys. I think I met them once. I'm not sure. I can't remember. No, you don't really want to see it. What, let's hear that while you're eating anyway. No. Ian, I rang up, mate. Mm. I'm only 22, and I'm seeing a girl who's 32. Oh, I, you... told her, I, I told her I was 26. Really? Yeah, and she's invited me to a, a mate's wedding. We've been seeing each other for a couple of weeks, man. Huh? She's got a three-year-old kid and everything. Uh-oh. When's the right time to tell her? And will she dump me? Um, well, okay, um... So you're 22, you've, she's 32, you've told her you're 26. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. It's not that big an age gap, but the fact that you've lied <laughs> is... Hey, I'll tell you something. I, um, a friend of mine reminded me of this. When uh, we were at college, there was a really beautiful... I'm not going to mention any names, but there was a really beautiful girl at college everyone fancied. Yeah. She was about... Uh, she was 21, 22. Let's say she was 22. She was going out with someone who is now quite famous... 
Uh, she was going out with him thinking he was 20 years old. Now, thinking he was 19 years old. And it was his birthday, and he said he invited her to, her to what she thought was his 20th birthday party. When she got there, it was his 17th birthday party. She'd been going out with a 16-year-old. Oh, no. That's not right. Um, well... I was going to say the story. Oh, I, I didn't think you'd want to stay with me if I told you the truth. You'd, you would have never gone out with me if I'd, I'd have told you the truth. Hang on a second. L- li- line 8, have you got any advice for this guy? Check out. Yeah, that's not going to help. <laughs> um, well, you, uh, yeah, you could do that one. Oh, I didn't think you, you know. How long have you been going out with her for? Only about three weeks. Oh, she's going to dump you, mate. <laughs> she, she's totally going to dump you after three weeks. You, you're finished. I, 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 you're, but you want a bigger age gap. You want to go out with a 45-year-old. Oh, my mate went with a 45-year-old the other day. He said it was the most fantastic night of his life. Oh, right. Now, right. Can we... Right, I'm going to do... Oh, my, oh, there we go. I can't get more. Can we play some music? And everyone who is listening, just have a cold shower. I don't want any more talk of, of uh, noughties. And I don't want any more lavatories. So, uh, let me find a, a song... Um, tell you what, everybody just think about what you've been saying and what you're going to say, okay? Clean from now on. You can, uh, if you've got kids, you, they can listen again. Uh, Nick. Matey, how are you? I'm all right, yes. I'm cleansed. Good, as, as we should be. Although I'm disappointed that I've got two Kit Kats and not a, not got a chunky Kit Kat. You had a Twix yesterday, though. I did have a Twix yesterday, yes. I'm eating too much. Uh, this is, this has been, this, uh, I'm on the first Kit Kat here. This is my third bit of chocolate in two hours. That's not bad, is it, really? No, it's all right. Not good. No. no. I'm Greek. Now, if I was to meet you, I'd shake your hand and kiss you on both cheeks. Cook l'amour. Would you... I'll have you more. How would you take that? Kiss me on both cheeks? Would would you step... On both cheeks, yeah. Would you sort of turn a little bit and give me a kiss as well, or would you just accept the kisses and think, this is odd, I'm not comfortable here? Uh, No, I've been kissed by blokes uh, like that before, um, uh, whether it be because they're continental or because they work in the media. Uh, So that would not throw me, to be honest. But yes, I can understand how uh, some gentlemen would feel slightly uncomfortable with it. When you say media, what do you mean by that? Well, well the media. What, so most media blokes would do that, something? Not most media blokes, but a lot of people in television in particular, more, right. more TV than radio, actually, yes, would do that. Are they more so air kisses or proper kisses? Uh, they're air kisses. You don't, you never touch another man's cheek with your big manly lips. No, 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 no but that's what I'm saying, sir. Oh, you, you mucky... No, 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 no air kisses, John. What's air kisses? We're talking about a proper kiss on both cheeks. <laughs> Uh, no, in that case, no thank you. I'd, I'd, I'd slap you around the face with my leather glove and challenge you to a duel. That's not fair, is it? Well, I mean, that's... that's... Gonna be nice as well. Well, no, that's, that's, that's what happens. Or I'd do that. One, one of the two. I'm not happy now. Well, Nick, I can only apologise about that. Uh, line nine, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, yes. Would you, would you uh, be offended if a Greek man kissed you on the cheeks? Well, as long as he used his tongue. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. We got, we got rid of him just in time. Um, Yasmin! Yes. Oh. Hi, Ian. Yes. Yes, I'm calling. I'm from Italy, yeah, and I'm calling on behalf of my, um, the men in my family. Oh, yeah. They all use a bidet. Can you, can you just say, I'm, I'm, uh, from Italy and all the men in my family use a bidet? 
I'm from Italy, and all the men in my family use a bidet. This woman, I'm going to make a hundred quid, Yasmin. This woman, uh, Carol, yes, is going to make me a hundred. Yes, I believe it when she says, "Oh no, men don't use a bidet." Of course they do. And she called. And as well, sorry to interrupt you. That's all right. And go as on. well, he hasn't got agenda. It's like a bath or a shower. You can't say bath or shower is gay or is female or is for a female or for a male, right? Same thing is for a bidet. It's yes. the thing you use to wash yourself. Yasmin, I've got to go. Thank you very much for that. Conclusive proof, bath, baths and showers are not gay. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee, you can... I'll tell you what I watched last night on the telly, and it was rubbish, was that George Bush getting shot thing. It was awful. Did anyone see that? On more 4, I don't know if they showed it on proper channel 4 in the end. This whole uh, thing that had been controversy about, oh, there's a fake documentary of George Bush. I'm just, because he's on there now, the smug so-and-so. Uh, this thing about he gets shot and it, it was awful. The twist was, oh, it's a Muslim, it's a Muslim. Oh, no, it's not. It's someone who fought in the Gulf War. That, that was it. Rubbish. Sorry, I don't know why I ran to learn about that. Here's the news. We decided, just, just, come on, up, up a notch now, for God's sake. Let's just up a notch. Let's, let's... Uh, you know, I know we, we talked about B-Days, and we're still collecting, by the way, and, uh, Maxie, who's sitting in for Helen now, we're collecting people saying, I'm a gentleman and I've used a B-Day. We're gonna play them to a, a woman, uh, at half past five, Carol, who's gonna give me £100. Because she thinks that men don't use B-Days. What the hell is she on about? But I know we're talking about wet wipes and B-Days and stuff, but come on, let's, let's raise our game a little bit, shall we? Let's see if we can do uh, a bit better. We're also... Uh, asking, uh, if you leave your post on the doorstep, will the postman collect it? That can't, can't be true. But Agent Chris reckons his multi-millionaire girlfriend, Chicago's family, that's what they do, is they leave the post on the doorstep and the postman, oh, I'd imagine he's getting a bit of a backhander, uh, takes them. Someone, uh, called, Liam called in to dis bin men, who I have got a healthy respect for, uh, and there was a, oh, yes, I had a dream where Chris was cuddling me and stuff, but that's by the by. 0870-9090-973. Lindy's in the Chipstead. Hello. Hello, Lindy. How are you? Oh, but, ah, now, you've reminded me. Okay. I have got, on MySpace, I do have 2,999 friends. I already have 50 people, 50 uh, who have applied to be my 3,000th friend. So if anyone else wants to, uh, may I suggest you go to myspace.com uh, forward slash the real Ian Lee, uh, and we'll be choosing, I don't know, in a couple of weeks we'll choose our three, my 3,000th friend, and they'll, like, win something. I don't know what they're going to win. It'll, it'll end up being rubbish. How are you going to choose? Just going to pick the fittest girl. I don't know, we'll have a competition. <laughs> we'll have a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, because you're, uh, you remind me because I know that you're on the MySpace. How are you getting on with it? Uh, I've got, I think I've got about, well, this morning I had 66. Wow. So not as well as you, but, no. you know, I'm not on the radio quite as much as you are. You, well, you're, you're getting pretty close, Lindy, it has to be said. <laughs> you're approaching terrible, it. Isn't it. So that's good. Well, anyway, what do you want? Sure. Um, I was going to talk about my dustmen. Oh, yeah. They were just fantastic. What do they do that's so fantastic, apart from collecting rubbish, which is what they're paid to do? Well, when we moved in, yes. we didn't know what day bin day was, mm. and they actually walked down our drive right. and got our bin for us on bin day. Oh, the, 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 but... Which they don't normally do, do they? Yeah, you so say normally that. you have to put it out on the street, and they just came and did it. Yeah, you say that. They came They came up your path and did it, but do you know what I mean? What is it? It's, it's five foot or something? Well, no, Why can't they do that every... It's a long drive, actually. Not as long as Chicago's parents, but it's not far off. Well, how long is your drive, then? No, it's not that long. Um, it's an in-out one, though. Excuse me? <laughs> but in the old days, that's what they used to do all the time. 
Yeah, I know, but when I lived in Bristol, you had to have it right up on the on the pavement. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't mm. empty it. You have to do it now, and if you forget bin, bin day. Hey, what do I do? The people in the flat downstairs for me, mm-hmm. they don't put the bins out on the street. It's always me that does it. Now, I don't mind. In the great scheme of things, it's a tiny thing I don't mind. But last... N- uh, when, when did the, the bins go out on, on, put out on Monday night, collect to Tuesday? This, on Monday night, I did tut under my breath and make quite an, a lot of noise, so they do, would... Do not... you share the bins, then? Yeah, we've got two bins oh, okay. between the two flats, and we share those, and we have to put those out. Uh, and they, they, they haven't done it. And I, first of all, I thought, well, it's, it's because they've not been there that long. They've been there since November last year. They've been there almost a year, it dawned on me. Well, no, they should be doing it, really, shouldn't they? But I don't know what you can do about that, really. Because the thing is, they are very, very, very nice people. And, uh, there's, you know, I don't want, uh, uh, the people that were there before, we, I didn't get on with them at all. And um, I had big rows with the silly woman that lived there. Uh, well, it's a small thing, then, isn't no, it? No, well, it, not then it wasn't. It was big things, because they were f- crazy. But the people now are really, really nice, and I don't want to fall out over... You know, I don't want to fall out no, over stuff like this, because no, it's no. silly. Just leave it. Just leave it. Just leave it and, keep, and do it. Keep doing it and be... And just feel... Or... Yourself. Or... Do I, do I just not take the bins out for about a month until they're, they're completely backed up and they have to do it? Do I force them to do it? No. Too small, oh. too petty. Okay. Carry on, I think you're doing a good job. Well right. done. Thank you, Lindy. Okay. Bye-bye, there we go. Lovely. Bev. Hi. Hello, Bev. Hi. Can I say, we've had a lot of ladies calling today. Well, you've certainly got a lady here. Oh. A post lady. A post? Oh. I understand you wanted post ladies. <laughs> or post men. Well, the, 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 my, uh, my producer, Adrian Crisp, uh, is, uh, generally, he's a fool. But he was saying that his multi-millionaire-ess girlfriend, Chicago, uh, her parents leave the post on their front doorstep, and the postman, and I'm gonna say that, um, can I call you a postman? You can call me a postman. Okay. I'm not a postman, I'm a post lady. I know you're a post lady, but postman's the word, isn't it? And all this post lady, post person, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. You're, you're a postman. I'm a posty yeah. person. Because the, the, the thing is, in things like dustbinman and postman and stuff like that, the man doesn't really mean man anymore, does it? It's just the name of the job. Postman is a job. It doesn't mean you have to be a male. Yeah, but all this political correctness has gone all a bit nuts, hasn't it? Stuff that. Is political correctness gone mad? Yeah. Anyway, so as a postman, if I left my post on the doorstep, would you pick it up and post it for me? I would absolutely. I have done it. I mean, some people, I would say, do take the mick. Mm. I mean, I I have, I've worked for Royal Mail for quite a few years, and there are people you know that it's disabled or whatever, yeah. you know, I've walked, done several different areas, and there are people that leave the mail out, and they just leave little notes, or oh, post person, can you post this, and you, really? you do it, that's no problem. I, not a problem at all. You, wow. know, you just think, oh, well, you know, they trust you with their yeah. mail, I, well, which I, I think is quite a compliment. I don't trust, I don't trust a lot of the, my post, and my postman is great, he's a nice lad, but a, a lot of my post has gone missing. A lot of it, including DVDs and video games. Hmm, I wonder. Mm, well, I'm obviously not your post No, not at all. I'm not saying, obviously you're, you're fine. But, but, I, 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 but I have to say that no. I had an incident, or, um, I, I actually now deliver to a very posh estate yes. on the outskirts of St Albans. Okay, yes. I, I won't mention, no. um, but just before Christmas, um, there was a block of apartments, and someone left on the top of their 
post box because all the with apartments these days, all the post yes. boxes are downstairs for health and safety. Of course, like oh no, about twenty Christmas cards just on the top of their post box, obviously expecting what? me to collect them. I'm, I'm a post delivery person, not my job at all. What? So hang on, I, these were to be delivered among the estate? No, no. Oh no, just had left them there, right. and I didn't think twice about. Okay, they've obviously thought there's a post person coming, and yes. I thought absolutely nothing about scooping them up and taking them when I went back to the office, putting them in, putting them in the post box. Well, there you go. You see, and I'm do you do you calm. get given a do you get uh, anything uh, a good? I'm trying to hang on. I nearly phrase that in a really inappropriate, oh, rude sorry, way. Phrase it nicely. Do you do you get a good box at Christmas? I nearly <laughs> said something awfully rude there, so I'm glad I stopped myself. Uh, yeah. Yes. I I'd say... How much... Uh, mo- okay, here we go. Here's the question, Bev. I'm going to ask it to you. Is you we're, we're both going around here. How much money do you make in tips over Christmas? Oh, well, I, I would have to say, um, because I've been on various deliveries... Yes. And this particularly del- particular delivery, which is, as I say, quite a new estate just outside... Come on, Bev, it's with. nearly Christmas now! Ah! Uh, oh, couple of hundred quid. Oh, fantastic. That's great, isn't it? And well done, her, for finally getting that sentence out. Alan! Ian. Yes. I'm a gentleman, and I've used a B-Day. Hang on a second, Maxie, can we record this, please? Uh, Alan, away you go. Ian, I'm a gentleman, and I've used a B-Day. Excellent stuff. Well, well, you, you're helping me earn a hundred pounds here, Alan. I know, that's fantastic. Did, did you... I'm going to spend it on. I'm going to spend it on, um, a, a B-Day. Did, <laughs> did you use it once, or was it a regular occurrence? Um, it was a regular occur- occurrence, but it was, um, a holiday thing only. I just, I've never used it, and I don't see, and are you supposed to face the, you're not supposed to face the wall, are you? Well, here we, we're entering into the realm of cross, cross-referencing shows now, Ian. Oh, blimey, here we is go. Is it right, or is it wrong? It, hang on, you're not turning this into James O'Brien's Mystery Hour again, are you? No, 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 which way do you sit on the beat? Is it right, or is it wrong, or is it personal choice? Anyway, Ian. What? The reason I phoned was about posting uh, letters and receiving your neighbour's letters rather than your own. I've got 30 seconds, Alan. Right, it's a fantastic way of social integration. It forces people to go and knock on their neighbour's door and say hello. No, what I do, thank you for that, Alan, what I do is I make sure that the neighbours have left and then I sneak it through the letterbox when there's no one there. I don't like to... Uh, I feel awkward talking to my neighbours. They're very, very nice people. The couple to the to the left of me in particular... Well, no, both, both sides, actually, are very, very nice, but I try and keep all contact... Uh, down to, uh, to, to bare minimum. Uh, there we go. 0870 is the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, take more of your calls and emails after you've had some of this. Discover the world. Very exciting. You could win trips for two to a great European city. Um, Madrid, Venice, Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Stockholm and or Paris. Plus spending money all this week with Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from 7 o'clock, every day. Nick will be asking questions about some great European destinations. If you get them right, you could be jetting off with a friend. You can win with Nick Ferrari at breakfast and the Samsung D900, the world's slimmest slider mobile phone. Stephen is in the Golders Green. Yes, hi there, Ian. How are you doing? I'm fine, Stephen. Good. I just just want to say that she said that she's a post-lady. Maybe she's a post-woman. That's all. She's going to be politically correct. She should do it properly. What, what's, what's wrong with calling a lady a lady? Because she's a post-woman. There's a, there's a post-man. It's a post-lady. Post-woman. Oh, right. so hang on. As a gentleman, you're taking offence that she didn't use the correct term. I don't give a monkey's what she does. OK, but you've called in. 
Yeah, because I wanted the correct her, that's all. But you don't give a monkeys about it? Not really. But you've called in? Yes, I've called in. In fact, Chris called me back. So you must have been interested in this. Well, um, Chris, were you interested in Stephen or were you just had a bit of a short... He's all we had. Okay, fine. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. He's gone. He was an old fellow, wasn't he? He wasn't bothered about it. Let's see what this person wants. I'm four, you're on the air. I'm 78 years old. Oh, my God, that was the quickest one we've ever had. And I'm still using a B-Day. Oh, I inter- right, can you do that again? I interrupted. Sorry, away you go. I'm 78 years old and I still use a B-Day. It's much safer than a shower or even a bath if I'm in the house on my own. Right, but what are you using it for? Washing myself. O- all over? Washing me private parts. Okay, there we go. There, we got that. Thank you. Now, I would have thought that a gentleman of your age uh, would have been reluctant to start doing things the continental way. What do you mean, start? I've been doing it most of my married life. Hell's teeth. Did you marry a French woman or something? No, not in the least. Okay. I had, we had four daughters. Oh, right, yeah. Wow, well, that's, uh, confused me at the end. <laughs> I don't know where, uh... Where that was going. But, um, but thank you, sir. Well, there we go. The list is getting uh, longer. Uh, don't forget, at about um, 25 to uh, 6, I shall be phoning Carol up again, who claimed, get this, if you just join us, get this. Carol phoned in and said that bidets, or as she called them, bidets, uh, were only used by women, and she laughed when I suggested that men could use them. So we've had a £100 bet. Uh, and no, the money will not be going to charity. It will be going on wicked computer game. Uh, Martin... Yes, hello, Ian. Hello, Martin. Um, hi there. First of all, congratulations on a very nice programme. I always listen to you. Thank I you. It's, it's, I haven't spoken to you the first time, but now it's the first time. But what? I'm a, 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 I'm in a, a bidet man. Um, I lived in Spain for a couple of years, and being a hot climate, uh, men and women use the bidet a lot. Especially, also, they've got them in offices as well. Well, in the uh, office? Yes, I mean, a lot of, what? especially on the continent, because of, you know, being very hot yes. and humid, allows the staff to go and wash themselves if they feel uncomfortable. But I, 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 I'm trying to remember feeling uncomfortable downstairs, <laughs> and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really, uh, it's a, it just seems an odd thing to go and put water yeah, yeah. It's to freshen you up. If, if if you sweat a lot, I yes. mean, some people, it, it, you know, if if it happens that that you do, then you go and uh, have a, a clean up, and it's meant to sort of freshen you up. Okay, you know, you'll find that offices, um, besides having a toilet in the bathroom, they also have a bidet mm. for staff to use. Mm. When when but, you're using without let's let's try and keep this as decent as we can. Yeah. Do you just I mean what does it spray? I, I've never used one. Does it spray water? Do you fill it with water and dangle? Do you scrub? What happens? It, well, it's like a shower. It's right. like a small little shower which has got about eight or ten holes. It can be adjusted to spray or uh, or for the sort of full flow, if so as to speak. Okay, right. I so, delicately know, one, done. You know, one adjusts it to what you want, hey, what, what, what you like. Martin, going off on a tangent slightly, did you see this George Bush getting shot thing the other night? No, I didn't. It was, I, I, I watched it last night, I sky-plushed it. It was this thing that was on more for Channel 4, I don't know what it was on. And it was this fictionalised documentary about George Bush getting shot. And I watched it last night, 
It was the biggest load of cack I've ever seen in my life. It was awful. Right. It was so badly done. The acting was really bad. And it was pointless. The point... What it was, you were supposed to think a Muslim had done it. Then right at the end they said, oh, no, it wasn't a Muslim. It was a guy who'd fought in the Gulf War. And it was like, well, yeah, well done. Really clever. What's your next GCSE essay you're going to write? It was awful. Yeah. Martin, listen, if you didn't see it, I'll move on. Thank you very much for that. If anyone did see it, it was just, uh... It had been on the. I heard someone mention it on Clive's show. Someone because uh, it had been on the front page of the papers again, like two months after the first time it had been on the front page of the papers. Then another picture of George Bush supposedly being shot, uh, and the president gets shot in this fictionalized TV documentary kind of thing. Uh, and I had high expectations. First of all, it was too. Long. It was two hours long. Uh, well, two hours long on the Sky Plus. You took out the adverts. It was an hour and a half, and all it was just awful. Really disappointing. Yeah, I, I haven't expected, you know, been so disappointed by a, a TV show for, for a long, long time. But I sat down, thought, oh, well, this is my new plan, is to watch at least two films a week. And that was the second film. I might have to watch another one tonight to make up for that. Uh, 0870-909-0973. If you could create your own world, what would be in it? See, why have so many women called in today? Oh, now it's because women use this stuff. And you know why? I got mine stolen, by the way. You, you was- What? I was in hospital yes. having my baby, right? And uh, I left it on the side, and they stole it. Stole what? <laughs> they stole my wallet, and they went for the moist Lee roll. Hang on a second. Did, did I come into this conversation halfway yeah. through? Because I've got not what? got a clue what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> moist Lee roll. Oh, the moist Lee roll. Okay. <laughs> they stole. But women use it. Women use it because we don't have. Um, let's say my husband hates using it. Now I'm going to. Te- these are the moist. Let me just remind because we haven't mentioned this for a while. These are the moist wipes yeah. uh, for for when you go to the toilet. And um, uh, Chris doesn't use toilet paper. My producer, he uses these moist wipes, and I yeah. find them very unpleasant. Most men won't use them because they're more. Let's think uh, they've got more hair. Let's just say. Oh um, yes, and it, and it, yes, and it keeps it wetter for longer. Mm. And where women don't mm. have that, right? Yes. So you can use Steady. it and you don't feel like Good. wet. Good. Yes. You see what I mean? I don't know how to do it, but my husband hates it. He but thinks like he feels like he's wet his pants or something. Well, that's it. It's you. You. You need after using them to then uh, apply some kind of drying technique or something. <laughs> have you? Well, did you, sorry, you said they got stolen, though, from, when you were in hospital. But yes, you see, they're the most sought-after things. When you've had a baby, yes. let's just say it's very sore down there, especially if you've had little snips and things and stitches. Yes. And oh, I'm there in Chelsea, God. Westminster, thought, a nice hospital, you know, nice sort of people. No, I had my wallet stolen, wow. and my, they went for my wipes, and I was crying, and they said, oh, I know it's sad to lose your wallet. I went, no, they've stolen my loo <laughs> But the thing is, hospitals are the most dangerous places in the world. You get I sick know. in there, you get stuff stolen in there. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah as Ma- Maxie says, you die in there. And, More and people makes... die in hospitals than they die anywhere else. And it's because they don't have moist loo <laughs> That's it. Lucy, listen, thank you very much for that. She was husky, wasn't she? I thought I made a, a dreadful uh, error of judgment at the start of that call, but no, it was definitely a lady. We've got, we're getting the test back from the laboratory as we speak. Sean. Ian. Yes. Hello, mate. Just to let you know that lovely blonde bird you're on about is on Deal or No Deal. You know, the other day. She's on it now and they're sitting in the seat. Oh, can we, can we put Channel 4 on, Maxie? I know, I'm sorry to take you away from uh, watching uh, Sky News, which is talking she's about a, Madonna. She's a thought, mate, I'm telling you. This is Deal or No Deal. We spotted a. Uh, oh, look at the beautiful blonde woman. Hang on, I'm, I'm having it on my telly in here. Oh, it's, it's, it's the news coming up. It doesn't matter if we lose a few, uh, few listeners, does it? Because I'm watching the telly. We can get away with that. Uh, let's just get the telly up and running. She's stunning. 
Are you a fan well, of the- you been, The way you've been talking about Christa, are you, are you sure you're not looking at Noel? No. <laughs> well, no, no, Noel's got no shoulders. Oh, she's got really nice teeth. Isn't she pretty? Lovely, mate. I really, I really, really hope that she wins uh, at least seventy thousand pounds. No, she won ten p, mate. Oh, you're joking. No, oh, she won ten p. Donnie, you silly mare. <laughs> Don't switch that off. Uh, well, Sean, thank you for that. Oh, I see. Sean, would you like to be my official uh, totty watcher? No, thanks. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's disappointing now. I nearly saw it on your position. Uh, okay, well, there you go. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, moist wipes, B days. Uh, I need more men, please, to call in and say, yes, Ian, I'm a gentleman and I've used a B day. Uh, what other stuff? Oh, talking about the post and dustbin men. I do know uh, people who are m- more miserable and grumpier than dustbin men. I-, I came across them today. I shall grasp them up after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Rat fans! Yeah, it's... Oh, I need to give a time check there. What the hell am I thinking? Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the phone number. Uh, B-days, wet wipes, uh, posts being collected, dustbin men are rubbish. Ah! I know who is... Amanda, let me tell you who is more grumpy, more miserable, and more useless than dustbin men. Amanda? Amanda? Hello? Hi, Ian. Hello, Amanda. Oh, there you are. Yes, yeah, there you. I, I've been here all the time. Where were you? I was on the computer a bit. Okay, right now I'm about to tell you who is uh, more stupid, more useless, more arrogant, more rude, more thick than dustbin men. Are dustbin men thick? No, I'm saying no. Oh. God, don't get me in trouble. I like dustbin men. I'm oh saying, yeah, no, some of them are pretty cute. Yes, uh, no, are they cute. Yeah. They's, have you ever been stuck in your car, stuck behind a dustbin? Ah, uh, yes. That's not pleasant. <laughs> no, I'll tell you who's worse. Go ahead. Are the people, the men, they are men. Oh, no, there are some women that work in some. The people who work in those car parks in town. Have you ever been in those places? No, I haven't. Where it's like £20 for two and a half hours, <laughs> and you go in there, and I went in there today, and the, you've got the machine, you put your ticket in, you put your credit card in, and it said credit card not accepted. Well, I, I know my card is fine, so I put, I, I ch- kept trying it, kept trying it, wasn't having it. So I went to the guy who was sitting down at a desk, and he's sitting down, okay, and the desk is very high. So the desk is coming up to his chin, so he looks like a little boy looking <laughs> over a chip counter, right? He's sitting there, and I put the, the card, I gave him the card, uh, I, I won't do the accent, but he said, no, we don't, uh, we don't accept cards here, it's, it's cash only. So I huffed and puffed, and I, had a, I gave him a tenner. Uh, and he, he said, right, where's the money? I said, well, I put it in the tray there in front of you. <laughs> uh, and he said, I can't see it. I was like, well, stand up and have a look. You might see it. It's there. Yeah. And it was six quid was what I had to pay. I've been there for 20 minutes. It's six quid. I used the one in St. John's Wood. I think it's probably the same. It's, it's probably the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so uh, I, I gave him, it was six quid. I gave him a tenner. And he said, have you got, have you got a pound? And we'll give you a five. I said, no. He said, oh... Makes it a bit tough. And then his mate, who was next to him, went, Sorry, sir, have you, uh, have you got a pound? I said, No. And they're like, Because uh. if you give us a pound, we can give you... I said, I haven't got a pound. It's just we could give you a fiver, and if you... Have you sure? I said, I haven't got a pound. They had the change, they just couldn't be bothered to get it out. And it's really, it's really humid today, isn't it? What? It's really humid today. Isn't it? Don't you find? Are you finding it really humid? Sorry, I was talking about men who work in car parks, yeah. <laughs> not the weather. Right. Yeah, but it's very hot underneath those uh, in those car parks. 
Oh, I see what you mean. I nearly had a wee in the car park. <laughs> I was, I parked my car there. I was so desperate, I was going to wet myself. Oh, it does smell in those car parks. And I got, I got out of the car, and I, I, I stood, I opened the boot, and I stood there thinking, I'm going to pretend to get something out of my boot, but really I'm going to have a wee. <gasps> and then a man came past, and even that almost didn't put me off, but then I thought better of it, and I stopped. But those oh. men, uh, and the women who work in car parks, I do not salute you, because you are all rude, thick people. Well, I would just like to talk about E-Day. Oh, go for your life. I'm going to be very, very polite. Please do. About it. Hang on. Uh, Barry, can you be our uh, monitor? If she starts being rude, would you chip in? <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you. Hello, uh, Barry. Hello, there. Hello, darling. How are you? Not better, thank you. Barry, are you, yes, are you all right? You sound out of breath, mate. No, I'll tell you why I... I'm parking in Watford. Oh, right. Uh, the buggy? My, yeah, with my uh, grandson. All right. And I should get a ticket. I'm back in the car now. All so right, right, OK. Well, listen, can just be... Amanda's going to talk about B-Day, so she might be mucky. Just if, you, if she's mucky, let us know. Yeah, all right, then. Good lads. OK, right. Amanda, where you go? One thing I don't like about men is when they do a number two... Yes. I'll just... Uh, come on. No, no, no. Hang like, on, we, we, we can allow that, Barry, that's all right. Oh, sorry. And a number two, yeah. they don't uh. wash afterwards. Don't wash what? They're number two. They're, they're, um, I'm trying to be very polite. They're bottoms? Yes. Of course they don't. Why not? Well, why would you wash it? Because it's disgusting. What's disgusting? You've got to, you, look, us, us ladies, yes. we always thought when we were young, there were two things, two rules. We went to the toilet. Right. Oh, the first one is... Sorry always, about this, Barry. It's the first oh, one God. is always wipe from front to back. Right. Oh. And the second thing is always wash your bottom afterwards. Yes. See? And, and I find that, you know, I've been out with many men. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you know, because obviously they haven't had a little wash. It's very easy. Just get one of those wet wipes oh. and do it. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, because you always find they have, you know, it's, it's a bit mucky, isn't it, at the end of the day when, you know... At the end of the day, sometimes at the start of the day, <laughs> and always <laughs> I've had every night. But, Barry, you have a colostomy bag, don't you? Get out oh, of it! Right, I'm cutting her off, Barry. She was very, oh, very rude. Goodness. She's gone. She is gone. Goodness! It's who's uh, this, Where's that, number two's this, the other's disgusting! Anyway, uh, she... She's gone now. I'm sorry if she offended you. Oh, dear. No, I don't have a bag, and I've got a very <laughs> clean anus and all. Right. Right. I wanted to talk about the BJs, actually. <laughs> and basically, my Margaret, a few years ago, and a lot of elderly people will uh, agree with this, you just use newspaper. Very often, my Margaret would get through an entire edition of the Watford Observer. My nan told me about that. Yes. They used to use newspaper. And I'm not being funny. I'll no. be as delicate as I can. Okay, God almighty. For a while, she had a bit of print on her bottom. Right, I'm going to have to say goodbye and to you And it was now. a quote <laughs> from a man from right. the Liberal Democrats. Right. Barry, I'm going to have to go now. Thank you for that. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> and he's gone. Oh, dear God almighty, are we still on the air? Is this still going out? The bosses haven't come up and put on the Steve Allen emergency tape where he talks to the, that guy from Doctor Who. Kirk! Hello, Ian. Hello, Kirk, I've got a minute. What can I do for you? All right, uh, let's cut a long story short then for you. It's about B-Day. Yes. 
Went to Spain looking for a property with my uh, partner. Yes. Uh, and we went on one of them trips where you pay for 30 quid and they take you there for three days and show you around property. Lovely. Had a beer the night before and it was off. Oh. Goes up on the roof and we was quite taken back with this apartment. There's yes. a show apartment. Yes. And, uh, I had a bubble and a rumble. Yeah. And... Uh, my missus said, quick, run down to the uh, show flat toilet. Oh. And all there was was the B-Day, which saved me life. And uh, I went on the B-Day, uh. and the, my missus screamed, and a Spanish woman who was cleaning the place flew in there and started hitting me over the head with a broom yes. and pointed to a sign. And then when I get up, after being embarrassed, I looked at the sign and said, don't use the toilet. Yes. As I come out the metal staircase that's coming out of this show... I've got five seconds. The, 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 the plumbing went in and it dust out and went over... Oh, for God's sakes. What is your immune system actually... Weekend trips for two to Oxford, staying at the Malmaison Hotel. You already did that Malmaison, you see? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but it's a pretty darn good uh, effort. Uh, with breakfast, a river cruise and a picnic lunch, or you could win a weekend trip to Cambridge, staying at the four-star De Vere University Arms Hotel with breakfast, champagne and chocolates, and a chauffeured punt along the River Cam. That's uh, all this week with Anna, we uh, Anna Rayburn, weekdays from 1pm. Uh, it's to mark the release of the new movie, The History Boys. Uh, Anna wants to know about the teachers that have inspired you to win. Just log on to lbc.co.uk and tell all about the teacher who inspired you. lbc.co.uk uh, and you can win with The History Boys and London's LBC 97.3. Right, I don't want any more talk of toilets now, really. It's just, it's got a bit too mucky. And, um, I know at 20 past five it's probably a bit late to try and rein it in slightly, but I have to do something. Bob is in Thamesmead. Um, good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Bob. I'm calling you, Ian, because I heard you mention, uh, without any encouragement from me, my association late on, uh, on Friday evening. We'd, in fact, been talking, oh, yes. and I, my signal went down, but I, I heard you mention it uh, on the radio. Oh, yes. This is your, remind people what your, 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 your association is. It's the Nonconformist Erithan District River Widening Association. Oh, I've got an email from Bruce Leckenby, who says, Ian, just a quick mail to ask if you could forward Bob's river widening application to me. Oh, excellent. But I, 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 I've forgotten to do it. Well, that's okay, but, I mean, what you might like to do, in is, as I've suggested in the past, is send in that email address that I think you should have, because... Um, oh, what, was, what is the email address, and I'll forward it on to him now. Shall I say it? Well, do, do, you, do you mind? You'll get mental people emailing you. That's okay, because I, I've got heavy spam and all that sort of stuff okay, going on. Okay, heavy spam. That. I think you can get a cream for that now. If it's, yeah, well, you know. What's the if email address? It's Bubba Smith. B-U-double-B-A Smith. Yes. At btinternet.com. Hang on. Uh, at btinternet. Uh, oh, this silly computer is set up for an American keyboard, so when I do the at symbol, I get quotation marks. Uh. At btinternet.com. Okay, and oh, anyone can yeah. write there if they want to join your, your club. Yep, and they'll get a pretty application, Lovely. and wow. um, they just need to fill it in as exactly as instructed, that's all. Quad passing. Okay, so... Bob, uh, uh, was that it? You just found out for a little bit of self-promotion? Well, well um, I mean, if you're encouraging <coughs> me, I, I, I could mention that um, there is a blog that trying to talk me Oh, unfortunately, we're losing you, Bob. Their apologies there. We lost you with a mixture of bad signal and Donovan Hum. Thank you. Jason. Hello there, Ian. Hello, Jason. How are you? 
Um, I'm all right. I, I, I've been hit by a wave of exhaustion in the last four or five I can minutes. hear it in your voice. You're not going to sound as on top. On it suddenly board. dipped down. And do you know what? I've got to go out tonight. Oh, uh, when, you, when you finish jobs in TV and, uh, not, well, no, in TV, not radio, in TV, uh, you go out and ha- you have a rap party where you go and hang out with everyone you worked with and you have drinks and food and stuff like that. And I've got one tonight for a show I did. Uh, and I'm going to go and it'll be nice to see some of the people there. But I, I'd rather be at home watching telly. Okay. I've got. I tell you what film I was going to watch tonight. Have you ever seen Ten Rillington Place? No. It's uh, like it's, it's uh, Dicky Attenborough. I think it's Dicky Attenborough, uh, and it's about um, what's the guy? What was it about? It's about a famous killer. You see, it's a good film, isn't it? Uh, I say that. Sorry. I wouldn't know. I've never heard of Christie. Is it Christie? Uh, the, the, the guy Christie who killed people and buried, hid them in his kitchen wall or something like that. It's. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be watching that tonight. I hope. Paul, what was, who's Ten Rillington Place about? Paul. Oh, hang on, Paul. Yeah, but it sounds familiar. It's a really old film, and I, I seem to remember it being quite good, and I've, I've got it out of Blockbusters, and, um... Anyway, but, Paul, sorry, you've jumped the queue. I'm speaking to Jason. Yeah, you're talking to me. You went off for one there a minute ago. All right, steady on. Well, Paul can, Paul can yeah. listen in as well, can't Actually, he? Where was your Monday, by the way? Let me ask you. Huh? Where was your Monday? Um... <laughs> I turned on the radio on one day and there was some funny guy on and I switched back off. There was some funny guy on? What are you talking well, about? Well, was some strange guy that I've never heard of and he wasn't really interested in me. And I it was John Holmes. I was off doing, I was off filming a, a, a show with, can you dig this, Les Dennis of all people? Mm. Yeah, that was my uh, reaction after I filmed it and came away wanting to shave my head. Cool. Gosh, Jason, you, you, it's, it's hard to have a conversation with you. I've really got to drive this one, haven't I? Yeah, um, I was going to say something, but I've kind of forgot. Um, can I skip on to what else I was going to say? Well, I thought you forgot. No, but I was going to say something else I was going to say. Oh, God. Paul, I'm sorry about this. Um, That's all right. Oh. He's, um, dallying away here. Yeah, I'm dallying away, yeah. Go on, Jason. What, what? I've got a quote. A quote, have you? I've got a quote of the day. But, 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 it's, but you don't do the quotes of the day. I know, but I'll, maybe you might want to... Listen to my quote. Well, 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 hang on a second, because Agent... I know, I'm not taking over Chrissy's job, but I just thought of it, and... Well, but the uh, thing Everyone is, might want to hear it. But Chris does the quotes, and you know why Chris does the quotes, don't you? Well, maybe he hasn't got a quote today. Do you know why he does the quotes? Why does he do Because he is full of... Energy. Yes. Uh, well, Chris, you've got... Have you got a quote of the day, or should Jason do his? I've got one. So, whichever you... Whoever you want to choose, really. Um... No, oh, now I'm in a real dilemma, aren't I? Uh, I don't really want either of them, because I think it's a rubbish feature. <laughs> Jason, has yours got a theme tune? Um, yes. Well, let's hear it. Um, da-dun, 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 da-dun. England will never win any major competition. Right, but, and what's the quote? That's the quote. Hang on, it's about football! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting cut off straight away, and instead we'll have this. Agent Chris, 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 Agent Chris. It's Agent Chris's quote of the day. Only losers drink skim milk. Shut your face. Which one's skim milk? Is that the red milk? It's the red tops. Whoa, what's he talking about, Paul? I don't know. Red tops not very nice, but green tops nice. Green. Now I used to live on. I used to live on the blue top, and then I thought, well, hang on a minute. That's that's. You're basically just drinking fat there. Exactly. Try and healthen up a bit. So I went to the green one. I drink the red top now, uh, and I think I'm a winner because it means I'm less likely to have a heart attack, and um, 
It doesn't taste very nice on its own, though. I couldn't have, I, I, I can't have it with a bowl of cereal. But it's fine when you're, if you're cook, doing, like, scrambled eggs or putting it in tea or something, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but taste-wise, though, the green is better. Green is better. Which do you drink, then, Chris? Full fat. Oh, you're gonna have a heart attack, man. You're, one day you're gonna be, like, slowly shuffling around, and your blood is just gonna stop moving in your body. It's gonna remain sedentary. Can't wait. What does sedentary mean? Um, don't know. Pretty yeah. lazy, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chris don't know, that's why I said it. You I dropped in a word. from I, the inside out. I dropped in a word I knew Chris wouldn't understand. I like doing that sometimes. It's a form of bullying, Paul. I noticed. Anyway, mate, what can I do for you? Oh, uh, uh, more what I can do for you, sir, two oh, things. yeah. The first is, I've used a B-Day. Oh, oh, right, say that again and we'll record it. Wait, say, tell us you're a gentleman and you've used one, go on. Right, I'm a gentleman and I used a B-Day. Helen's shaking her head. Helen, was, what's wrong? Is there a technical... You didn't get... Okay, right, I'm gonna give you a count in, Paul. Okay. On the count of seven, you do it, okay? Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm a gentleman, and I've used the B-Day. We are gonna destroy this Carol woman at 5.35. She is going down... What's the bedding? She doesn't answer her telephone. No, no, she won't. She'll be a bottler. Yeah, a bottler. She'll be a bottler. Did, did you not want to know the circumstances under which I was using the B-Day? I, I imagine you've been to the toilet and there was one there, or you, you're probably at some swingers' no. party or something. <laughs> no. <I> mean, you... <laughs> <laughs> Were you... <laughs> some, some naked chick was there and you thought, hey, man, this is crazy, whatever, whatever goes, man, I'm having a bit of this action. No, actually, I was in Spain, I was about three, and me and my brother thought it was hilarious this yeah. B-Day, so we both kept using it. There you go. And you were saying, I got 15 seconds, Paul. Yeah. Oh, uh, there was something else. Um, your dream about Agent Chris, either you've been on your own too long, or if not, Chris needs to buy some iron knickers. Uh, Paul, thank you very much for that. 0870 is the telephone number, if you want to give us a call. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, we may speak to someone after we've done this. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee... Yeah, do, do you need to change your keyboard settings to UK, or are you not really allowed to go through? Oh, no, I can't. Do you know how to do that? Because my ki- computer keyboard is set to US, so that when I want to type an at symbol, I get a oh, quotation no, mark. What do I do to change it? Yeah, is it a Windows, uh... It certainly is. Yeah, go into your control panel. Yes. Uh, go to regional settings. Well, hang on a second. Already you've jumped about a thousand guns there. Control uh, panel? Oh, oh, I see. But, Matt, stay there. We'll do this exciting thing live after the latest LBC News. Five thirty-eight Daily Correspondent coming up soon. Six o'clock, we'll take your call straight to air. But before that, it's not very exciting for you, dear London, but it'll make my life a whole lot easier. Uh, my computer keyboard is set to US, which means some of the buttons are in the wrong place. Matt, you can tell me how to change it, can you? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I'm in control panel. Right, OK. Go to your regional settings. I don't have that. All right, somewhere in the top left, it'll say switch to classic view. Well, it doesn't say that either. Well, what does it say? It's, I've got display, keyboard, mouse, printers... Oh, go to keyboard. Right, okay, in keyboards it says speed. That's the only option I've got. The, uh, all right, well, what windows have you got? Oh, man, I, do, I haven't got a clue. This I think oh, it, it's so thing. old, I think it's stained glass. Right, ah! okay. That was good, that, wasn't it? I made that up. Yeah, that was good. Alright. What you need to do, you need to get into your control panel and you need to find your regional settings. Now, if you can't see them, yes. some, one of your IT guys has probably fixed things so that you can't go changing stuff. Yes. Now, you can get, if it's XP, you've got the nice new fancy pretty way that it looks on the screen, or
where you get lots and lots of pictures like you used to get. Oh, uh, but regional settings, and this is all very boring for everyone else, but regional mm. settings, and in there, you'll find your thing about the keyboard. Matt, I uh, shall have a look. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Now, earlier on in the show... Uh, we, we were talking about B-Days today. Uh, apologies if anyone's been offended. It's been slightly lavatorial. Oh, she's put on weight, isn't she? Pamela Steve Is it Pamela Stevens or Pamela Stevenson? Uh, Billy Connolly's wife. She used to be hot when I was young. She used, she used to be really hot. Uh, she's still... Let's have a look. She's still... Oh, huh? She looks... Uh, hello? Hello? Oh, Carol. Yes. Now, right, it's you. Now, uh, about two hours ago, we were talking about B-Days. Uh, yeah. or, or B-Days, as you call them. Uh, and you said that um, uh, B-Days are, are not for men. They've never been used by men. I said they're not designed Okay, for men. okay. They're not designed. No. If a man, somebody wants uh, to wash a uh, dog... Oh, man, let's all change what... Let's change it at the last <laughs> minute, shall we? They're you... not... It doesn't make sense. You bet well, me... Breach is a woman's private whatever, and it's... It doesn't make sense. You it's not designed for bet a man. Me one hundred pounds that men have not used B days. <laughs> Carol, meant not designed. Well, for it doesn't man. matter what you meant. It's what you said, Carol. Will you have a listen to this, please? Now, I'm seventy-eight in... years old and I still use a B day. I'm a gentleman and I've used a B day. Ian, I'm a gentleman and I've used a B day. I'm from Italy and all the men in my family use a B day. I am a gentleman and I have used a B day in France, not in the UK. Hi there, Ian. I'm a gentleman and I love using my B day. I'm a gentleman and I've used a B day. Uh, Ca- Carol, one hundred pounds, please. <laughs> and it's not going to charity; it's going to go on a computer it, yeah, game. It's for a bathroom manufacturer, you'll find it's designed for a woman. Who? There must be raving nutters. That you're, you're the man. You're the nutter, love. Of course, they're used for men and women because men use them for their bottoms. Then, yeah, but it, the position isn't. And you've been. It turns it, out you've not, been. You might as well sit in the bar. It's not designed for a man. And you've. It turns out you've been facing the wrong way. Oh rubbish! You sit with your back to the wall. That's how it's supposed to be used, Carol. Yes, we say what you like. It, I could say the facts, you, because they're you, facts. You've been talking a load of nutters. You have not been speaking. I'm to the talking to one. Factor. I'm talking to one now. I. We have spent the last two and a half hours. I res- had to pop out. I'm sorry. What I don't. What I don't care. I've sat here speaking to, to two and a half hours about toilets and doodars, <laughs> and I have got conclusive evidence that they are designed for men as well as for women. They are unisex. They say that only because they want to sell more. They're not. Trust me. But, well, you, you use one and see how comfortable. Oh God, I've got rid of her. She can keep the hundred quid. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that bothered. She was bonkers. Oh blimey, it's five thirty-eight. It's time for the Daily 538 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Greetings from across the Atlantic and a belated happy Thanksgiving bon fête d'élection de grâce to my fellow Canucks in London. It's Denise in the Canada. I'm the lost and Canadian Uber correspondent and my update today is a lost update. Well, well, it seems that Matthew Fox, Dominic Monaghan and Josh Holloway, who play Jack, Charlie and Sawyer respectively, have been known to go for the odd skinny dip or two in the agreeable Pacific waters off the coast of Hawaii where Lost is filmed. Lost producers, however, have recently put a stop to their antics, ordering the naughty actors to cease their nude frolicking, fearing that paparazzi may be lurking about and that the trio are, quote, taking unnecessary risks in terms of their image. Although Lost producers say that Series 3 of the show will be the sexiest season yet, I don't think this is what they had in mind. I think the producers should just be grateful that it wasn't Hurley who was doing the dipping. Yes, I think that's right. Hi. Hi, 
Hi, I'm Anna Barrison of Woodford, the Super Cousin Kids Uber Vetchin correspondent, and here is my update. Got a family and need a new car? Here are What Car Magazine's top 10. At number 10, the Fiat Multiplar, 9, the Toyota Aventis, 8, Volkswagen Golf, 7, the Citroen C8, 6, the Fiat Altia, 5, Skodia Octavia, 4, Land Rover Discovery, 3, Renault Modus, 2, Kia Picanto, and first, the BW Touran, fun for all the family. Hello, this is Kasia with a B-Horror Movie Update. Roger Corman's adaptation of the poem The Raven about the bird visiting a distraught lover featured Vincent Price, Peter Law and Boris Karloff. Here's the trio with the famous repeated key line of the poem. Can I suggest keep it a little bit shorter? As long as I suggest, keep it a little bit shorter. Thank you. Oh, looky here, looky there, looky every blooming where, it's Verinda. How you doing, man? Yeah, man, I am fine. Do you know what, Verinda? What? I, uh, Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yes, okay, steady on. Uh, I haven't fed my cat for a week. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I set fire to an old lady's house. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I drove at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, crazy. What do you want? Uh, you know that milk thing you're talking about, the quote of the day? Oh, yes. The, what, what was your quote of the day again, Chris? People who drink skimmed milk are losers. People who drink skimmed milk are losers. Uh, is skimmed milk the one in the carton? Sorry? Is skimmed milk <laughs> the one in the carton? That's, that's milk. What type of milk is that one, then? What, in the carton? Yeah. Well, it's just milk. It's, it's different. You have... What? It, milk comes in the carton and you have different kinds of milk. Yeah. Yeah. But is it semi-skimmed, skimmed, or what? What, what type of milk is uh, the one in, in the carton? What? In what carton? Uh, um, any carton. Uh, it's different types of milk. Yeah, uh, but uh, you won't have, uh, not all the, uh, okay, wait, and they're not all the same, though. I know, ex- I know. But so therefore you're saying... But is- there's only one type of milk in carton. Although there isn't one type of milk in carton. Uh, yeah, but, okay, skin milk is the best then, anyway. That's uh, it, is it? Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's better than the green top one. That I can't believe uh, you don't prefer that one. No, I prefer the red top one. Uh, but you said that uh, it tastes better. Well, the green one tastes better, but the... No, red- it doesn't. It tastes horrible. But I, I use the red top one because it's good for you. The red top one is the skimmed one. Wait, let me check uh, my milk. Uh, okay, go on. Brenda is off checking his milk. Live on the radio. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, skimmed milk uh, from Tesco's. Nice one. So what was your point again? Yeah, uh, skimmed milk is the best. Okay, uh, excellent. There we go. Thank you very much for that. She's on good form today, wasn't she? Daniel! Hello, Ian, how are you? I'm all right. I'm, do you know what? I've really enjoyed the show today. Oh, good, good. Yeah, me too, actually. Thank you. I have to say, I only catch about a snippet of it on my way back from work, but I'm, uh, I'm quite a faithful listener. No, that's, it's, uh, that's all I could stomach, to be honest. If I didn't have to sit here for the three and a half hours, I'd be listening to, well, music. <laughs> I wouldn't at all. I'd be listening to this, goddammit, because it's good. Yes, and that's exactly what I do. Daniel, that's I've got it. 25 seconds now, I'm afraid, because you, you've been wittering on so much. 
Oh, well, I'm sorry for my wittering. Um, I'm just, I uh, wanted to qu- uh, comment on the statement of the day. Yes. Um, I'm actually wondering if, to, uh, uh, to create skimmed milk, do they actually skim ordinary milk? Because I, I can't picture this guy just standing there skimming off the top. Well, we'll have to, we'll, we'll find out how they skim milk after this. Imagine buying your dream car at an... Jane. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Jane. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really tired all of a sudden. I, I just, I've, I've been yawning for the last three minutes, and my tears, uh, my eyes are filled with tears where I've been yawning so much. All right, I'll give you something to yawn about again now. I want some advice. You want some advice? Yes. Okay, you've come to the right Firstly, place. Firstly, when you were a 15-year-old lad, did you ever bunk off school? Uh, do you know what? I never, I never bunked off school. Isn't that terrible? You never, ever bunked off I school? I never bunked off, and I wish I had. Right, did any of your friends bunk off school? Uh, yeah, once or twice, yeah. Right, okay. Now, I found out today that my 15-year-old's been bunking off school. Ah. And I want to see if any of your viewers, or if you, yes. can give me some advice of what sort of punishment to dish out. Right, well, how many times has he bunked off? Uh, well, we're not sure on figures yet. We only got the call today, Ooh. but apparently he's only been in school about um, 80% since September. Oh, blimey! Well, give him a sl- Oh, you're not allowed to hit them anymore, are you? Well, he's a bit bigger than me, so I can't eat. No, well, um, uh, is it, um, what, what to do? Chris, did you ever bunk off school? Yeah. What, what did you get up to when you were bunking off, like smoking fags and going to the arcades and stuff? Went to the chippy. The, the chippy for the whole day? Yeah, but did he get caught? I don't know. Shall we ask him, Jane? Yeah. Oh, t- together, let's do it. One, two, three. Did you get caught, Chris? No. No, he didn't. He was clever, you see. That's where your boy... You need to give your boy lessons and not getting caught, Jane. Well, I can't do that, because he's taking GCSEs this year, so he needs oh. to be in school. Well, GCSEs, you know, really, do they count for anything? No, well, his dad seems to think he needs to go and get a job. Well, well but, yeah, but if they don't count for anything, and if you know they don't count for anything, then, you know, Yeah, well, he doesn't know what he wants to do, so he's going to go to college or well, get a job, but what, he doesn't know what he wants to do. Well, what he doesn't want to do is go to school, does he? No, definitely not. Can't you write him a letter and get him the rest of the term off sick or something? Well, there's a couple of days that I've done that anyway, so I can't do that. So he really needs to, get, to be getting into school. So I want to know if anyone's got any um, advice for punishment for me that would work. So sell his uh, PlayStation and burn all of his clothes. Right, yeah, but I paid for all those things. Well, sell them on eBay. Put everything you've ever bought for him on eBay... Uh, and then burn the money in front of him uh, and say, that's going to happen to you one day. Well, that's quite a good idea. Uh, embarrassment might be a good one, though. You could, uh, yes, you could, take him to, you could take him to school every day dressed in just your underwear. Yeah, that would work. That would work, but then they're 15-year-old <laughs> lads. There's a lot of hormones running around. Marion, what, Marion, do you want to, have you got some advice for Jane? I'm just asking, why is he bunking off? Is it because he's being bullied? Is it because he doesn't like classes? There might be all sorts of other... He's just never liked school, Marion. He's just never liked school. So no. how about try it well? I mean, obviously, he, he needs to work, and, and he, that's his future. Um, have you sat down and talked to him about, you know, all the reasons why he doesn't like school? Of course, we've done all of that. I've okay. got family business. I've got the friends to come to work. Yes, he d- doesn't want to work. You've done all of that, and now you're funding a radio station. Uh, yes. Thank you for that, uh, Marion. Ta- Tanya, do you want to speak to Jane? Hello, I'll speak to Jane, yeah. Hello, Tanya. What is any advice for me, love? Advice for you? Yeah. Why don't you speak to Anna? Why don't you speak to Anna Rayburn? She'll well, give you some. Hang on, what's Because she's boring, and Ian's a man of the world, and I thought he'd no. know he'd give me good advice. He must have been a lad 15 at some time. 
somewhere, there's some obvious reason why he's bunking off school, isn't there? There we go, yes. If he doesn't want to go to school, he's a lazy teenager. Well, we all had to go to school, didn't we? Yeah, so. uh, well, I've got rid of Tanya because she was rubbish. Yes, you could listen to Anna Raven and give her a call, but I, I know what I'm talking about as well. I'm just headache, Anna Raven. I can't be doing with her, Ian. Oh, OK. Uh, Paul, do you want to speak to Jane? Uh, not really, because, uh, she's doing my head in with her voice, really. Oh, well, that's not very well. Well, oh, well he's really polite, isn't he? he, he he's gone. Let's try this one. Uh, line one, have you, uh, oh, hang on a second. Line one, have you got some advice for Jane? Oh, for Hello? God's sakes. No, they've gone. Let's try it. Hang on a second. Line two, have you got some advice for Jane? Yes, I have. Yes? Uh, stick him in the army. Well, I just think about that. It's, that's not a bad idea. There must be some, some conscription in this country. No, just to sign him up yourself. Forced conscription. Line eight, have you got any advice I've for... I've got some great advice for Jane, yes. Ian. Yes. What she should do is put him up for adoption. Yes. You could do that. I know Madonna's looking for new kids at the moment. All right, that's a good idea. Uh, line two, any advice for Jane? Yeah, ban him from going out. Ban him from going out? Yeah, make him stay at home and work. Make him get home and work. Yeah, are you just going to repeat everything Yusuf says, Jane, for God's sakes? Well, I've got it's a bit of a bad line. I'm driving home to pick me All up right. and turn up. <laughs> oh, we're, Hello? Gonna, we're going to get rid of that one straight away. Line 10, have you got any advice for Jane? Uh, I have some advice for Jane. Yes? What she needs to do is um, deduct uh, the percentage of time that he's not in school from banking off what? from his weekly allowance or his monthly allowance. We're hitting where it hard in his pocket. Uh, do, do, do you give him pocket money? Well, he gets £15 a week. He gets... Dad. He gets what? £15 a That's week. That's why he's bunking off, because he can afford to. Don't give him anything. Right. I've, OK, so no pocket money, definitely. No pocket money. Sell no his... No mobile phone, no PlayStation. Uh, hang on, line four, have you got any advice for Jane? Sell them. Sell what? Uh, the kids. Sell the kids? Yeah. That's an idea. Jane, would you possibly look into selling the kid? Yeah, like, there could be a profit in that, I suppose, well, and i sort of free hand then, wouldn't J- I? Jane, keep listening. We'll have some more advice for you after this. <laughs> Give any advice to what Jane should do for her naughty son who's bunking off school. Uh, line one, have you got any advice? Hiya, Ian. Hi. Hiya. It's Tanya. I wanted to speak about, uh, Willington Place she wants to know. Okay, fine. Uh, but we- we're not doing it now. Line two, have you got any advice? Yeah, make him go to school or you'll turn into a mushy pig. All right, uh, yes, that's something. Line three, do you have any advice? Yeah, make him go to school or you'll right, no, that's not working. Uh, line four, have you got any advice? Get a hitman. Get a hitman. Okay, right, that's that's not, not going to happen, is it? Line five, have you got any advice? Yeah, tell her to watch Coronation Street, because Gail Platt's going through a similar problem. Oh, moment. and how is she dealing with it? Is she watching Coronation uh, Street? Not feeling very well at the moment, but perhaps if Jane were to write to Gail, because it is all real, isn't okay, it? Okay, fine. Well, we obviously, we know their address. It's Coronation Street. Line six, what's... Uh, any advice? Yeah, tell her to sell everything that's of any value to him. His PC, his Xbox, yep. his PlayStation, everything. Just get rid of the lot. That was my... That was my idea. Fifteen quid a week, pocket money, stuff that. Uh, line seven, have you got any advice? Um, Hello? Yes, have you got any advice? Yes, my husband said you should put him on eBay. Yeah, there you go, that's an idea. Uh, line, let's try two more of these. Line eight, any advice? Yeah, I've got some advice. Yes. Check it Okay, okay, right, well that's, uh, uh, and finally, line two, have you got any advice? Yes, 
stick them on eBay, and then you can see how much is really worth. Okay, there we go. A lot of suggestions for the eBay. That's that's won the vote today. Uh, so that's the show. Uh, if you missed it, it sounded like this. I had a dream last night that Chris was in bed with me, snuggling up to me. <laughs> I dreamt I was in bed with Adrian Crisp, and we were having a nice little cuddle. Oh, you gay? Why would I invest my money in that? It's a rubbish idea. Get out. I'm Duncan Ban. I'm Duncan Ban. Duncan Bannatine's coming in. Who's that? He's the man that I would. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. Oh uh, no, I've been kissed by blokes uh, like that before. Um, Are you homosexual? The thing is, when Duncan Bannatine comes in next week, do I mention? Do I mention the real reason why I got him into the studio? Oh, you gay? I kind of fancy him a little bit. So, in case anyone's listening, it's a gay beach here in Madonna for four hours. Yeah, well, I was on top of myself kissing myself. Illy on the radio. Illy on the radio. Illy on the radio. I, jo- I woke up and I thought, oh, this is nice. Chris is in bed with me. It's really nice. <laughs> Chris, did you, in- did you enjoy it? Are you homosexual? All I've done to him is help him become a man. Chris, did you, in- did you enjoy it? Oh, you gay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Wow. All that was in today's show. Uh, I feel like I've bared my soul, uh, perhaps slightly more than I wanted to. Never mind. Thank you for that, uh, Helen. Excellent stuff. Uh, the last 30 minutes of the show now, Triple M, 0870 Uh, you call up. You don't speak to Chris anymore. He does nothing for the last 30 minutes of the show. Uh, you come straight to air. Uh, and you do pretty much what you want. Don't forget, we've got a seven-second delay and a dump button, so, you know, don't swear, don't be libelous, don't do anything naughty. Uh, and it, that's pretty much it. OK, 870 973 Take your call straight to air after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Faders to flick, ladies and gentlemen. It's a skill. It's a skill. Only the maestro can. Uh, oh, wait, seven, oh, oh, I'm really loud in my ears. Is that funny? I'm going to turn my headphones down for the first time in my life. Uh, oh, eight seven oh. Now I'm turning them back up again. What is... This is insane. It's not insane. Insane's not. It's just fine. Um... Fifteen pounds a week that kid was getting. Sweet lord, no wonder he's bunking off. Uh, okay, oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Call's going straight to air. Cut the music! Oh, that was, uh, okay, slick, that was slick. Line 8, you're on the wireless. Standard, evening standard, West End final. It's official. Gentlemen like to use a bidet. More news tomorrow. Thank you. It's, okay, lovely, it's a bidet. Uh, line 6, you're on the wireless. No! Come on, me and sing with me. Hey, little hen, when, when, when we lay me an egg for my tea. Where the hell has he been? He's not been on for ages. Clive was mentioning last night, Clive, but of course, 8 till 12, Mondays to Thursdays. He was mentioning last night, he's not been on for a long, long time. There was a, f- it was last night or the night before, there was a fake, must have been the night before, actually. There was a fake Hey Little Hen Man came on, who did quite a good job, but wasn't as good as that. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Ken Liverstone here. Hello, Ken. Ian, I've got such, just to tell you, I've got such a lovely morning tomorrow, Ian. I'm going in to see Nick Ferrari. And, oh, uh, yes, of course, yes. Yeah, but he keeps saying he's going to ask me all these tough questions, Ian, but all he does for an hour is call up my bottom. And do you know what else, Ian? <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'll probably even talk to him to rebuilding my offices, the silly fat fool. Yes, I'm, I, yes, thank you, Ken. 
Ken Livingston, of course, excellent trail there, Ken. Thank you. We'll be on uh, with Nick Ferrari tomorrow morning. Always worth a listen. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much for that. Line six, you're on the wireless. Galileo, 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 Galileo. Invented the telescope. Ian, Ian, Ian. Yes. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. I'm old quack! Okay, didn't understand that, but thank you. Line four, you're on the wireless. Good evening, this is Pitcherfield with Baseball News. In game one playoff action, it was Detroit over Oakland 5-1. Tonight it's the Mets against St. Louis, and game two for Detroit and Oakland. That's on five. More news soon, pass it on. St. Louis? I would say St. Louis. I would say St. Louis. I'm assuming it's L-O-U-I-S. I would say Louis. Has Pitcher Phil muffed up? If anyone could let us know one way or t'other, that'd be good to know. Uh, let's try this one. Line seven, you're on the wireless. No, you're too slow. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello. How are you, Ian? Who's this? Graham, Ian. Graham, you sound funny. Little worse for the wear today, Ian. Uh, worse for the wear, are you? In hospital, actually. Oh, I'm really, um, you know, not that sorry to hear that. Would you like to know what happened, Ian? I've got a, a, it's a quite a story, Ian. Uh, uh, well, when you say quite a story, can you fit it into 25 seconds? I'll try. I had a nasty fall on Sunday evening, Ian. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. the radio. Right. So, um, if you'll just send me the money for the operation, Ian. What money is that, then? Well, I'm not paying you any money. What, but you think because you were listening to the radio, I owe you money? And the nurse said, Ian. And the, the nurse oh. said, Ian. Right. And also, what operation costs £300? That's not very much. A Marshall Amp. Marshall Amp. No, um, yeah. hip, Ian. Good, good try, Graham. You're bye. You give me the bloody money. Bye-bye. Thank you. Very, very rude man. Line seven, you're on the wireless. <laughs> Okay, I, I see no problem with that. I, I don't see a problem with that. Uh, line four, you're on the wireless. Hello there, Ian. Hello. Hello there, are you happy today? I'm very happy today, yes. You sound a little bit miserable, like an old school teacher I once knew. Okay, no, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. No, that's good. Ah, I found ver- earlier, I think yes. you cut me off because I was slightly rude about another woman. What, what, what uh, were you, anyway, what, now? I don't. Yes. Ah. Cut you off now, because you're boring me. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, hi, Ian. It's definitely a postwoman, not a post lady, for sure. Okay, and I'm not. It's not. It's not driving me up the creek. It's definitely a postwoman. Okay, but I, but, they're, but they're really they're post they're postmen, aren't they? And because the, the men and the man bit at the end of postman doesn't really mean a man, does it? It just means a person. But uh, who says? But she said to you that it's a post lady. Yeah, right. So she's oh, okay. obviously bothered by it. Yes. Well, no. She's she said post lady, but I think you can say postman, and it means man or woman because man it doesn't it doesn't mean a man specifically. It does. Either. It means somebody's a man here. No, it doesn't, Stephen. Post. You can say a postman to a woman and a policeman to a woman because the man at the end has lost the meaning of it being a man. It just means a person. It's the name of a job. Uh, line four. You're on the wireless. No, you're not. Okay. Line f- six, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello. I'm on the air. Uh, no, you're not anymore. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Ian, I've got some advice for Jane and her son playing truant. Oh, yes. She needs to start flirting with his friends after school. Uh, well, yeah, if they, if they were in sixth form, I would go along with that, but probably not, uh, where they are at the moment. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Ian, yes. this is Tobias. Yes, Tobias. Tobias, uh, 
I did some work on your flat the other oh, day. Oh, you were working with uh, Ivor Hardy, Ivor. weren't you? Yes, yes. yes. The, the device, yes. I've, still, I've still got a few problems with the bathroom. Well, I've got a few problems myself. Well, what's I, that? Ivor, Ivor didn't give me all the money. Ivor, Ivor didn't pay you, did he? No, he still owes me £100. Right, there's very, very little I can do about that. It's not really anything to do with me, because I paid Ivor all of the money. He says you kept back a hundred because I speak your whiskey. No, I, I, I gave Ivor all of the money I'm afraid to buy, so not nothing I can do about that, but thank you. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Oh, is that the Ian Lee podcast? Uh, well, I suppose it is, if you're listening to this via a podcast, yes. Yes, yes Ian, I'm listening to it via the podcast. I'm ringing up for the uh, Mystery Voice competition, Ian. Okay, fantastic. So you want to play the Mystery Voice competition. Yes, uh, please, Ian. Okay, let's, uh... Find out. Uh, right. And uh, now, you sure you want to play this? I do, Ian. Yes, please. OK, because it's a very tough competition. The prize fund has increased, uh, quite considerably. Okay. I think I've got the answer, Ian. OK, well, let's have uh, a little listen. Who do you think this is? Ian Lee is terrified of Mike Mendoza. I've got it, Ian. Yes. Is, is it Archbish- Archbishop... Desmond Tutu, Ian. Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Let's find out if you're right or if you're wrong. Oh, please be right, please be right. Fingers crossed, let's see. South Norwood, a place to be proud of. I'm afraid you're wrong, sorry, no. Apologies there. That was smoothly done, wasn't it? Almost as if I was doing it all the time. Oh, that's that's my mum's number. Uh, Line 8, you're on the wireless. Oh, oh, for God's it. sake. Line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, yeah, keep on talking. Why don't you give it a round? Yes, thank you. Uh, let's fit one more in. Line four, you're on the wireless. Pass the duty on the left-hand side. OK, well, that seems like a nice enough place to, to stop and have a little breather uh, and regather our thoughts. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Take more of your calls straight to air after we've had some of this. Here's a puzzler. Mr. X. Yes, yeah, so what? Uh, OK, uh, last ten minutes, your call's going straight to air. 0870 Line three, you're on the wireless. Ian, it's Sam. Sam. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Ian, having watched uh, the first episode last week... Of, uh, uh, series three of Lost... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I, uh, decided to go back and watch the first episode of the... In- of... ever. OK, the pilot. Yes, yes. And, uh, something occurred to me. What happened to the pilot? He got taken by the monster, didn't he? The monster that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, no, the monster does exist. Is the monster the same as the smoke? The monster is... The monster is... uh, Now, that's the thing. Because there is the smoke, and then there's the the thing that goes crushing through the woods. Mm. We don't know if they're the same thing yet. But he was definitely killed by the monster. He was taken by something. You see him, don't you? Getting he, it, he gets lifted out as if it's a, like, like a dinosaur outside the plane. Yes. The, yes. the nose is already stuck up at, at 40 feet in the air. Yes. And, uh, and nobody else has ever died that way, I don't think. No, not yet. Hmm. Interesting. What did you think I, of episode one of series three? Uh, I thought the first uh, opening scene was mind-blowing and the rest was, mm, okay. It, it was a bit slow, the rest of it. The first four and a half minutes are superb uh, yeah. and fantastic. The rest of it is a bit slow, but I think it's, I, I thought it's brilliant. Oh, did you, um, spot the car, by the way? The car? There's a car in the opening scene. Yeah, you have to look really closely. It's, uh, and, I think it's a production error for... And you the think car. the car is there by mistake? Well, I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm sure that... Yeah, Sam, I'm, sure I'm having a look tonight. Thank you. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. Yes, Bob. How's it going? Hey, Rab. I need some help, bro. Okay, man, what's wrong? You watch Kirby Enthusiasm, innit? Yes, I do. Have you got the latest series that's out on here on the DVD? The series five? Yeah. I've seen it before. I've not got it, but I've seen it. Right. It's my favourite TV programme, yeah, but it's been ruined by the last episode. 
What, the very last scene in the last episode? Because no one, no one has told me what has gone on here. He dies in it, yeah? Right. But then he comes back to life. Yes. But when he dies... Yes. All his family and his friends rejoice and they start talking about his money. Yes. But he comes back to life, but he doesn't mention it to them. No. The fact that he's seen them. So it ruins the whole series, doesn't it? What ruined it for me is that um, Ali G is in the last scene. Yeah, he's not funny at all. That ruined it for him and Dustin Hoffman are in the last scene of my favourite ever sitcom. But does it... So... Did, did they actually say they were, like, talking about his money, or was that not real? I don't I know. I guess that we'll see that in Series 6. There's no Series 6. No, there is no Series 6. His wife is beautiful, isn't she? And his real wife. Did get it, though? Yes, OK, excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yes, you would. Line 3, you're on the wireless. Houseman. It's another word. Thank you. Uh, line 1, you're on the wireless. All right, Treacle. Okay, I don't know what that means. Line 10, you're on the wireless. Ah, oh, Ian, at last I got you. Say hello to the boys. They've been dying to speak to you. Here you uh, go. It's Paul first. Say hello to Ian Lee. Oh. Hello, Indy. Hello, how's it going? Indy. Yeah, fine, thank you. Nice one. Hello. Hey, how much pocket money do you get? Um, I'm not sure, really. About six pounds. You should month. be... You sh- how, how old are you? Uh, ten. You should be getting 15 pounds a week. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that, 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 that works. Thanks for that. Line four, you're on the wireless. <laughs> the time sponsored by my list is 1823. Wow, thank you very much for that. This is a weird one today, isn't it? Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian, it's Richard from Oakwood. Richard. Hi, I'm, I'm going to be quick because my credit will go. I just wanted to use my very last bit of credit and say... Oh, I'm wicked, wicked, wicked. I missed you yesterday so much, Ian. Why, did, why, why weren't you listening yesterday? I was, but you weren't on. Uh, I think I was on yesterday. And his credit's gone. What a mysterious life that young lad leads. I was here, I was here yesterday, wasn't I, Chris? Did you see me come in and do a show? I think I did. Line two, you're on the wireless. think who that is. I know that song. I should know that. It's a classic and I can't think who it is. Line seven, you're on the wireless. It's Ivor Hardy. Oh, yeah. Now, Ivor, we had Tobias up phoning up earlier on saying that you owed him a hundred quid. I sacked him. You did what to him? I sacked him. He's, you sacked him. Right. Thank God for that. Well, he, he was saying that I owe him money and but I gave you all of the money. That's why I sacked him. What? Because uh, he's asking for too much money. Right, he wants an extra £100. The thing is, I've paid... Hey, I've got uh, 11 things wrong with the bathroom that I need you to come and sort out. Fine. Uh, and uh, I got a new MySpace address. Oh, what's, uh, what's your MySpace address, Ivor? Uh, it's um, uh, uh, Ivor Hardy Real. Ivor Hardy Real? Yes. And how are you spelling Ivor? I-V-O-R. H-A-R-D-Y. Yeah. Real. Let's uh, shall I have a little look and let's have a look at your MySpace page, shall we? Let's just uh, boot the old computer up. So it's www.myspace.com forward slash Ivor Hardy Real. Let's have a little look. And you're hoping... Hey, well, there's no page there. Oh, I just set it up now. So it might take a bit of time. 
Okay, well, I'll have a, I'll have a look after a bit of time, shall I, Ivor? Can I be your 3,000th friend? Uh, I, I don't think so, no. no. If you do want to be my 3,000th friend, uh, Ian, uh, was it myspace.com forward slash the real Ian Lee? Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, dear. How are you, Ian? Oh, it's Potty Francis. Are you Francis. happy and well? Yes, I'm so not as... You're happy and well, I'm happy and well. Okay. I'm not happy and well. No. You're bonkers, aren't you? <laughs> no, really. Absolutely there. bonkers. <laughs> love you. Love your show. Thank you. Bye, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. P- Potty Francis there, ladies and gentlemen. Line six, you're on the wireless. Ah! Hello. Yeah, no, that's how you hang up, as you press that. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Okay, lovely. It's from South Park, which I just don't get. Line six, you're on the wireless. Yeah, Ian, that age is off a child that's walled go to school. What he needs is the toe of his mother's boot up his arse outside that door every morning. Okay, lovely. Thank you. What on earth has happened today? Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. Um, I'd just like to say that, what team do you support? Uh, I don't support any because football is boring. Hello. Line four, you're on the wireless. Oh, you're not. You're too slow. Line six. Oh, God almighty. I can't stop three minutes early, can I? I can't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Uh, Line eight, you're on the wireless. No. Hello, Ian. Oh, yes. How are you? Yes. Nice to hear your voice. Why don't you play Gadang Gadang anymore? Well, would would you like me to play Gadang Gadang? Yes, please. Oh, we haven't played that for a, for a long, long time. I'm Mr. Khan, or Dr. Khan, or whatever was was that. He, Dr. Khan, Khan doesn't call in anymore. Okay, hang on. Whatever was was that. He is Dr. Khan. Khan. That's why we don't play it. Line six, you're on the wireless. Yes, but Ian, now, I was just wondering, um, will, would you approve of self-regulation from your listeners? Self- like, I can't swear at you, but if I was to say Ian off, would that be acceptable? Uh, I, uh, no. Uh, line three, what do you want? Hello, yes, just to let you know, and any listeners in the Wembley area next Saturday night, there's going to be a rave in a warehouse. Okay, excellent. Well done, you. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Oh, for God's sakes! This is... I'm, right, I'm tempted to, to bottle out of this. I'm going to give one more call a chance. Here we go. Line eight, you're on the wireless. Ian, quick bit of quick, please. Bit what? Bit. Oh, I can't... Right, there we go. That's the end of the show, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, uh, Clive Ball is on at eight o'clock till midnight, as well as listen. Big quiz with Gary King uh, is on at seven. Nightly News is next. I'm going to be back tomorrow at three. Now, if I, I may have counted this wrong, but fingers crossed, this should work. Ik blijf bij jou slapen, jij woont bij het spoor, en s'nachts, oelala. Gaat het ritme
show is completely If Ian Lee in any way approaches being funny, he doesn't mean it. If Ian Lee starts to irritate you, then please switch off. Dear God, we can only pray that the bosses come to